Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 170 of the black flag podcast i am charlie sanborn you are bradley saucier and you are bobby timmons uh together we're all black flag pod on all things social media uh this weekend uh we weren't as split up as we have been typically as of late bobbert you did flappy bird things correct uh chris allen fucking fired off some that was like some dope picture. Some of that picture of Jeffrey and I. That is a picture of a dick measuring contest that does not feature any dicks. Not a single penis to be found. But man, you could just tell how both of us knuckleheads were driving in deeper and deeper every lap, and uh, Chris captured a pretty badass photo of it. You're not allowed to post your penis on Facebook, so that's uh, it's probably good that there was no penises involved there. Unsolicited dick pics are kind of a, a hazard to begin with. I don't feel like the entire Facebook community really wants to see it either, though. And I have a lot of Facebook friends. Yeah, yeah, we've heard. We have five thousand people. We've heard. So my penis. Uh, <laughs> stop that. <laughs> So anyway, Star Speedway, uh, the race uh, not without controversy, is that correct, Bob? Yeah, of course, like normal, I can't just finish second like a choir boy, I gotta shoot my mouth off and cause a scene, so... Not one of us. Pretty solid day, car drove good all day, we won the won the heat race, qualified on the pole, knew uh, Jeffrey was starting six, he was really the only one I was worried about, he was a little quicker in his heat race, you know, as he typically is, and uh, my basically my plan was just run, absolutely run, and... Um, if Brad Babb hadn't crashed 13 times during the races, I might have had a chance, but poor Brad, he had a tough night. We had three cautions in the race, and all three of them were for Brad. <laughs> a, well, hat trick action. It's very un-Brad-like of him. Yeah, not a good night for him. He's uh, suffering from, no, now that he's won a race, he, he has to start up back, and sometimes when you start up back, you're uh, you're caught up in the shit, and he got turned on the first lap, and then got turned later on, and and then when he uh, hit for the cycle, he uh, blew a left rear tire, and that was the end of his night. So good points day for me. But the uh, caution come out the second time, about 10 laps into it. <clears throat> Car felt good, but Jeffrey Battle lined up to my outside. And 10 times out of 10, when Jeffrey Battle gets side-by-side side with me, it's usually bad news. But I weren't going to let him have it easy. Um, you know, I race him way harder than I've ever raced anybody in my life. The kid, kids beat me you know, on a consistent basis, beat all of us, and he's the best car in the class. So... Definitely wasn't going to let him just – I wasn't going to just pull over and let him have it. And we raced hard, and I used him up, and we banged Nerf bars. And, and I thought we put on a show. It was a good little crowd. You know, a lot of people came over from the NHRA races. And uh, 
I didn't hear it uh, under green because I keep my radio turned down under green, but apparently they were yelling at me uh, under green, and we had a caution. Jeffrey got by me. He pulled away, safely settled into second. We had a caution with 10 to go, and under yellow, you know, typically it's Jamie Weber's on the radio. They just tell us on the radio, you know, the whole division listens to the radio, and uh, they typically just tell us lineups or the cautions out or whatever. But just like a race receiver deal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're you're on you're on with race control, and and uh, a male voice, you know, telling me to cut the shit, knock it off, all over the place, pick a groove, no more bullshit, you know. And I'm like, what? It doesn't didn't even really register with me, but. We take off on the restart. I get in line in second. I finish the race, and now I'm at, we're doing the cool down lap. And now it's starting to hit me. Like they really mad at me for that. I'm in my pit stall earlier in the night. The street stock to my left has the left front ripped off. The late model across the pit from me is missing part of his roof. Every other late model I've seen come in with the radiator crushed or missing body panels, and I'm like, Are "You gonna be mad at me about that? Like, I'm fucking bang Nerf bars a couple times." And so I get out of the car. Ben Tinker finished third, and I said to Ben, I'm like, well, did I hear that right on the radio? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, mint. So now I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, in the words of Ben Rose, I was pissed. <laughs> and uh, so Tyler Moore starts his interview off. And, oh, you know, that was a hell of a race to announce, Bobby. You know, it must have been fun being a part of it. And I said, well, you had fun announcing it, Tyler. The flag man had fun flagging it. Jeffrey and I had fun putting it on. Apparently, whoever's in the booth didn't agree with us. So, um, you know, Jeffrey's beat our asses for well over two years now. I'm never going to just pull over and let him have it. Um, I thought we put on a good show. I hope we did. Maybe. I guess we didn't. So whoever's up in the tower, I apologize for getting in the way of Jeffrey's 95th win. And I <laughs> walked it off. <laughs> didn't even stay for the picture. Pushed my car to the scales. Mic drop. Yeah. Didn't. Uh, wasn't really a fan of any of that. So. Very pissed off, very animated, like I normally am. Well, the night goes on, and uh, come to find out, we lost Scotty Frazier. Scotty was our flagman at Star, and uh, none of us knew that, obviously. But Bobby did, uh, Weber did, and and uh, he texted me and apologized for getting mad at me, for yelling at me. Um, just he knew about Scotty and and uh, was super emotional and just having a tough day, which I I don't uh, I don't blame him one bit. So. Now I kind of feel like a doofus for shooting my mouth off on the loudspeaker, but I feel like at the time I was justified, and I still feel like I'm justified because I didn't I didn't do anything wrong. Um, so, but it's all good. Um, bummer about Scotty. Um, Scotty was a was a fantastic flag man and and considered him a pal of mine. I've been on both sides of the fence with Scotty, so I'm I'm going to be internally grateful that things ended at least were on the good side. Um, with one another, but in- incredibly sad. Only 47 years old. So, yeah. Way too young for for that. Um, definitely a weird perspective for me. I worked side by side with him for three plus years uh, when I was at the Subaru dealership. We're literally as close, sitting next to each other as you we are right now for three fucking years. So, uh, I believe we both met him the same way, right? It was uh, Victory, Victory Lane, Lane. Victory yeah. Lane indoor karting. Uh, you know, Scotty was known for being whether it was good or bad, animated uh, towards any situation. Uh, he, uh, you, you certainly knew what was on his mind, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, known for putting on a show. I mean, he was the two to go show. Yeah. Uh, one of the few that knows how to, you know, just, you know, as a flag man, you, you need to understand that you are part of the program. You are part of the entertainment value. And he took that to the fullest extent. Um, no matter where he went, he was also one of the only people that no matter 
where it was, whether him and I were getting along or not at the time, whether it was work or racing or whatever, every time I saw him at a racetrack, he'd always ask, like, hey, do you need anything? You know, is there anything I can do to help or whatever? He was just that type of person. Um, kind of like you said, very well said. I've been on both sides of the fence with him, but for the most part, it was all good. Um, ended, you know, very good, actually. Um, you know, it, it just sucks. There's no re- really good way to put it. But, uh, yeah, weird. That's yeah. That's really all I have. So made for a tough night, for like I said, for Bobby Weber, so... Um, definitely, uh, I just left the racetrack just as the night went on. I just like, nothing felt good about it. Like it just, just nothing felt good. Like now, like I said, I kind of feel dumb, but also I shouldn't feel dumb cause I didn't know, you know, how was I supposed to know? Right. You know, and I don't, it's not that I'm like, I should be happy with finishing second anywhere, any race car driver should, but it just, I just don't understand where I'm missing it. Like we're making my car better. We made it better. It, it was really good the other night. I, you know, we had the rest of the field covered. But I just, I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I missing it? And and I've already, that's why I was late tonight recording to the show. I've got fucking chicken scratches on napkins of shit that, you know, I'm going to design and change. You know, the one thing I do love about super modified racing is, you know, I can just build something at work and try it. I don't have to call Brandon Ernest and say, here, give me these shocks for no rhyme or reason. Um, so that's, that's what makes it fun. So we're going to keep trying. We're back at star again this Saturday night. Um, wish a few more cars would show up the the you know we had 13 that's a good little field but you know last year when you're getting 16 to 20 every week they were handicapping 12 well this year they're only handicapping like six or eight because of the smaller fields so that doesn't really give me much of a buffer between jeffrey and i you know jeffrey started sixth pretty sure he was in third on lap one and got to second pretty quickly you know not that I would just like to just be faster than him and just beat him up, you know, straight up. But you know, I need I need some fucking cars to get in his way for me to slow him up a little bit. But but uh, he's making he's making me work hard and he's making me lose sleep, a little bastard. So <laughs> um, and he he loved it. He actually I, while I was shooting my mouth off in the interview, I kind of could see him in my peripheral. His face kind of just like his eyes got wide. And he came over in tech later on. And he's like, you know, what 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 the hell was that all about? You know, he's like, I wasn't I didn't have my radio in. I didn't hear any of that, and I kind of explained to him. He's like, geez, no, man, like, that was awesome. Like, me and my uncle thought that was great. And, of course, they did. They fucking beat me. But so nobody else had a problem. And, and even, like, my dad went to um to the Epping NHR races yesterday. One of his buddies was wearing my T-shirt, and just a random guy came down to him and was like, oh, do you do you know Bobby? And my dad's buddy's like, yeah, 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 I do. And he's like, oh, man, I was at Star last night. That was the best fucking super modified race I've ever seen. So. I'd like to think that it was a pretty good show. You know, a lot of people complain about super modifieds being boring racing because you don't see a ton of side by side racing, but we uh, we did some of that. I, I can't imagine that. Well, obviously, I wasn't there. I've just heard about it from from what you you've had to say, but I can't imagine that the racing was all um, too rough because you, it can't be. In right, uh, typically, you, typically you so, die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I uh, obviously wasn't there. Got to get to start at some point in the near future, be able to watch you race. But yeah, our, our uh, we all had the same plans on Friday that ended up getting rained out. Um, yeah, no Bartlett was, this this past Friday. Um, probably a good call. It it never really didn't seem like it rained hard, but it was just that persistent mist, and the track would have never dried out, and it would have just been a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping we were going to get that one in because like I had already gotten to the point where we had that was that was coming off of the first off weekend that we had. And I know that you're not going to be there next Friday, not this coming Friday, the one after uh, I'm going to be racing at Lee. 
So I know that I was going to be the uh, the only announcer in the booth. I, I think that I recruited Brandon Lazat to uh, to you know stand by, sit sit next to me. But I um, was already going into that Friday morning like, damn, like I don't remember a lot. Like obviously, I've, it's only been two weeks that I've been at Bartlett in uh, the last you know handful of years. So uh, Friday morning, this past Friday morning, I was feeling a little rusty and then uh, it rained out and I was like, Oh good. Now, uh, we have three weeks in between uh, Bartlett dates. So, um, about five year absence <laughs> to two weeks on to three weeks off to just <laughs> being the, you know, the, the main announcer, I guess on a Friday. So, um, <laughs> uh, not looking forward to that whatsoever, but, uh, I'm sure that it'll end up being fine. And, uh, luckily Brandon uh, seems to be a, a staple in the, the fan zone grandstand section there i'm sure that he'll know just as much if not more probably probably more than me so um but yeah friday rained out and then uh, i i just made my way over to uh to bobby's house we we just sat on the couch and watched stafford uh actually saw bonza at uh thunder road and he'd asked me if i'd ever watched a stafford broadcast and i, I said i had not uh, every time i've ever i think that maybe i had but i'd never like from front to back like beginning to end actually watched one um and Bartlett raining out was a perfect opportunity wasn't gonna get in the car and drive three hours south so I drove 30 minutes north to Bob's house and uh, watched the whole thing uh, as you would expect a great production um great night of racing always is at Stafford they had uh, rained out the week before so some divisions were like features only and stuff like that so it was a pretty quick night but uh, no, all in all, we we uh, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed sitting on the couch and watching some Stafford racing. Uh, a good friend of the program, Josh Carey, repping a BFP sticker, got his first win. The SK Lights. Uh, we were watching the. Uh, they never showed a replay, which I would have loved to see. But right off the initial start of the late model race, they spun. I think the leader got spun out, and I yeah, don't know was, how uh, they didn't. Chris Meyer got spun. He, I don't know the whole how field they did a three sixty. Nobody hit him, and he just kept going. Yeah, yeah, it was it was actually pretty bizarre i had that that in my notes um i just had late model wreck should have been much bigger uh, i'm glad that i actually remember what happened there but the uh yeah then when the sks rolled on the racetrack uh i just remember jp getting uh getting wrecked there F- the flagman almost got hit by a tire and uh then steven copsick won yeah oh it was yeah so he was he was racing with junior and they got together and he like checked up and I think Tyler Hines kind of got into him. It was a racing deal is what it looked like to me. And JP hit the wall, ramped up on the wall, and uh, they make him run tethers so that the wheels don't fly off, but the problem is is the tether holds the spindle on, it just breaks the spindle snout off. So the tire still went flying into the fence and almost smoked the flag pan. Yeah, it was one of those that you watch the... Uh, you watch the tire... Watch him at the wall, watch the tire uh, ejecto al caro... And then all of a sudden it leaves, <laughs> it leaves the camera shot. And I'm, I looked at Bob immediately and I was like, that tire is in the grandstands. Yeah. We never saw it come down. Yeah. <laughs> like no. it's in orbit. I'm like that tire landed in the grandstands. That's not, that's not good at all. It, that's uh, not exactly a light would, assembly either. No, all no. that shit put together. Oh, it would have gotten your attention for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was watching the match last Thursday and some dude got rifled in the skull with a uh, golf ball. I ended up seeing that on TikTok a little bit later. And, um, though the golf balls, I don't know if you're aware are much lighter than uh, race car tires yeah. with uh, the wheel and all the assembly you're gonna, stuff. You're gonna, to you're gonna so need bullets, a, <laughs> but I don't really want to get hit by one of those. Well, yeah. That's a very valid point. <laughs> uh, you'd need a very big race car mitt to catch a tire. Modified tires are very big. True. Yeah, yeah True. it'd be like you're trying to feel the kickball back in elementary school. <laughs> or like one of those big medicine <laughs> right balls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, size proportion is almost the same thing because, like, back then you were a small person and the ball and was you had big, small balls. And, and then the, Oh, still do. Well, 
They haven't dropped yet. What are you? They're. Hmm? What are you talking about? I don't know. What you remember that dude in the street stock that tried to kill himself? Um, Excuse me. <laughs> do I remember they were battling? Remember. They were swinging and banging for the lead. The three of them and the thirty-one got out of shape, and the other dude oh. like just turned right across his nose and right reared himself into the front stretch wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That was that yeah. Was that was tough. pretty egregious. Uh, I actually did feel bad for the thirty-one there. Um, yeah, Ryan Waterman. He got boot scooted and boogied by Nick Hovey, right? Uh, yeah. That no, no, no. no Travis Nick Hovey had already. Pulled right, off. Was, no, right? I, I, yeah, no. did, yeah. Hydar got into him, and then kind of kind of wiggled him, and he got loose. And this other guy that was in third, like there was a fuck of a race between the three of them. They were they were slugging it out. So the third place guy like gets a run, but his car like wiggled, so he chased it up the track and chased it right into the thirty one and right reared himself, and they both fired at the frustration. Like wall. it wasn't like Travis Hydar gave him like a an ever so slight bump in three and four. And then yeah, it Waterman, have, it, it shouldn't have resulted in almost death between the like, other it, like two. The like the actual incident wasn't Hydar's fault at all. It was like, I don't even remember what the third buddy's name was. Do you, you don't know? Yeah. It, I don't remember what his name was, but he basically fired it in on the bottom and then just cleared himself to, to the concession, to the beer garden, basically at Stafford and just destroyed both their cars. Um, so I'm not really sure what the hell that was. That yeah. Was like about, I said, I think he got, he got like a little free and chased it up the track. But when the guy on your outside's free and chasing it down the track and you're, you're supposed to be lefting anyway, <laughs> you can't really go right. And he did. And just right reared him. He was trying to run the tri oval at Stafford. What that, that fig Newton's fella say, like two things can't be in the same spot at, three times or whatever something like that the cookies yeah yeah, yeah that, that, that guy is, that the, sounds right yeah I've, I've never heard it but that probably it's what he said <laughs> two, yeah, two objects cannot sure. occupy the same space at the same time mc squared well with a ex- pie or something cherry pie mm, i feel like that's not true but i be my that sounds right pie? i definitely think she's my cherry pie, pie. Yeah, uh, Travis Hyder did end up taking the win in that, though, after the other two that were in contention uh, wrecked out. But that's uh, it was a solid night at Stafford for the friends of the program all around. Uh, yeah, so we had a the, win with Josh Carey, a win with, with Hydar, uh, Kopchik in the SKs. He just dick-stomped him. That kid's good. Yes, very good. Uh, yeah, Hydar, we sent Hydar stickers. I didn't know that he was running at uh, Waterford as well. So I don't know which car ended up with stickers on it, but it didn't look like the 11 had them, but uh, still front of a program, front of the program, not of a program, uh, this, this this specific program. program. Uh, but yeah, Stafford, uh, I'm excited this week. Uh, I'm going to end up at Stafford on Friday. Haven't been there since uh, the opening opening weekend. And uh, yeah, it's been a long time coming. So I might actually take a little bit of time off and, and jet down there. I just don't traffic. There's like one thing I, do, I really don't do. Well, two things, tomatoes and traffic. You, a couple tea It's things. good that you don't do tomatoes. Yeah, well, you try eating them. I don't like fuck the exhaust pipes of the vehicles in traffic either. Like, well, I, well, you don't put a drill in your ass either. But you know, that's, <laughs> that's a, Friday's that, get a little wild. Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see? <laughs> did you see Stafford? Well, everyone saw Stafford posted like you know the drill or whatever, and, <laughs> and Sean responded on Twitter with just like, "Oh boy, do we?" And I was like, "Dad, no, Dad, stop." <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is an inside joke for just the gaggle of uh, humans that we have. You say just the gaggle. That's like 65 people. Yeah. There is is an egregious (laughs) amount of people in that group chat. There is at least 25. Uh, It's well over 20. Is it? Yeah. 
We should just rifle off the names of those people that are that are in that group chat. Here, here stand by. It's all of all of New England auto racing. I Timmy think. Salamito, Cam Robinson, Chris Smith, Brandon Johnson, Andy Polby, Justin Brown, Max Cookson, Regan Parent, uh, Brandon Wilkes, Wilkers, Wilkins, just be Wilkes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie Sanborn, obviously. Sean Foster, Nick Lasquola, Ryan Borges, uh, Robbie Gordon, Douglas, Evan Marshawn, Mike Perry, Lucas Leone, Corey Hall, Carl Medeiros, Reagan, uh, Raymond Parent. Dolly Michaelitis, uh, Mitchie Bags, Jake Matheson, Nate Barth, Blaze, Sam Lincoln, uh, Spencer Barth, Josh Merrill, Justin Halliday, Jeff Bujali, <laughs> Dylan Estrella, DJ Trudeau, Bobby Pellin, Cassidy Griffith, Bradley Saucier, Meg Cookson, Kayla Fisher, Casey Rando, Margaret Barker, Ryan Blanchard, Spencer Morris, <laughs> Ethan DeRocher, Scott Fowler, Rusty Poland, and myself. Uh, if I caught up correctly, that's 44 fucking people. <laughs> I fully had no idea that Spencer Morris was in that group. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, like we said, egregious amount of Whenever we talk about the gaggle, that is, that the, is the gaggle. Yeah, that is the gaggle. That is yeah. the gaggle. So, if anybody Fridays, who's ever been to a race at any New England racetrack, even just one time, is in the fucking... That all started when we went because to we Fox went to Woods. Foxwoods, and there was a decent gaggle of us, like, I don't know, 20? Six? No, it wasn't 20, I don't think. There yeah, like, there, was, there was a good amount of people. There was like there. 20 was of us. I yeah, think there was 18, there was, there was 18 oh. of us in that go-kart race. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. We okay, all, so 20 of us. And that was so that we could basically just keep track of each other because right. we are squirrels and when and you get to foxwoods fox is pretty big yeah, foxwoods yeah, is you, bigger than the state <laughs> of maine you, you check in and there you, you just get like one of the you book a time for a race basically and like you had mike perry dylan estrella i think nicholas scola like they were all at foxwoods like separately well mike was with dylan whatever and bobby pelland and so basically we we're all like yeah we're gonna go go-karting you guys want to come they're like yeah yeah what time are you going we're like well not really sure so we just made a group chat so that everyone was on the same page, and then we ended up going go-karting. We actually went to the bar, naturally. Then we went go-karting, as one yeah, does. It's a weird move that the as close as the go-kart track is to the bar, also they sell alcohol themselves. Mm. They're like, oh, yeah, you can't race right this second, but you can race in like an hour or two. And it's like, so you're... It's like just enough time. Like it's not enough time to really go and do something. It was enough time for me to go fire five hundred dollars into a wheel of fortune machine. But it's also too much time to just sit there with your thumb up your ass or drill, and so so you go and just get Fridays. Am I right? <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> Speaking of traffic, so, so so you just go and double fist it, you know, two tree six times, and then you go racing, and you have an entire gaggle. Of people who just really shouldn't be doing automobile things at all, <laughs> let alone a, an organized race at a professional facility, um, go out and just absolutely fucking kill each other. Yeah, yeah and that, uh, it never go. It never happens without at least one head injury. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and since then we've had added members. We've lost members. Um, it's Rip. an egregious. Not, they don't have died. I think they just <laughs> well, left. Well, but. Jeremy was definitely in the group. Oh, that's oh. true. Initially from Foxwoods. That's true, and he it's not even what he I had, meant, but he had left yeah. the group, and we never understood why. Yeah, but yeah, like I think Trent Goodrell yeah, was Trent, in the group. Trent he left. left. Swanson left. Yeah, West left. Is he? What did he? Was he back in there? No, he hated yeah. the gaggle anyway. It's like, then why are you here? Get out. West West loved um, the idea of being in the gaggle until he realized that he had to. Well, until he made it a competition between his group chat versus ours, even though all of his group chat is in ours, <laughs> <laughs> except he, for him. Basically, he, he's actually exiled because he uh, he oh, changed oh, the oh, name, did, and we can't we couldn't change the name back because oh. it had a slur in it. We, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Snapchat doesn't let you uh, name your group yeah. chats with slurs anymore. <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. Of, all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Fuck. Bob yeah. and I had a great time drinking every time Ben Dodge said all of a sudden. And all of a sudden. We were watching The Sizzler at work and months ago, and Dad just kind of pokes his head. I was like, man, a lot of things happen suddenly down there. Because <laughs> Ben Dodge says it as like, like we'd say, um, he says all of a sudden. And most of the things don't happen very suddenly. And, and, he, ha- and he he throws it in there, like... Perfectly. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, like, a lot of the times it's, like, unnecessary. It's, like, someone told him or, like, dared him, like, hey, how many times can you say all of a sudden? It would be, like, oh, like, Travis Hydar is running, like, just got into eighth, like, started tenth, is now in eighth. It's lap five. He's, like, and all of a sudden, Travis Hydar coming up through the field, it's, like... Mm-hmm. Nah, he's been working. His, he's been working <laughs> yeah. his way pretty steadily. Yeah, he's, he's he, still, he went green he, with everybody else. He's I still promise. eighth. Like he was eighth off of two turn one, like lap one. Like it was, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So basically, yeah, I'm gonna this probably is not the official podcast of making fun of Ben Dodge. No, no, pretty good. Oh yeah. Though. So, but that was this driver. That was a pretty <laughs> driving car number 79. One of the more egregious moves of all time, though, was West begging to get added into the gaggle, getting into the gaggle, and then and instantly then changing the name. After the the, the name is, was, has been the same for a year or two, and then he immediately just changed the name. And then we went to go change the name back, and we were um, told that that was not allowed anymore. Um, <laughs> so, so now we had to use emojis. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a cross emoji instead of a T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he also got annoyed about how anytime 69 gets brought up, all 25,000. <laughs> nice. Just go, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. It's fucking <laughs> Oh, oops. Shit. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> You got a timestamp on that so you can delete that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so. What, what, that was Friday, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was Friday. Oh, yeah. After, so I went up to Bob's and I was like, if I'm going to go to all the way up to Wyndham, which is not that far, um, I'm not not going to go to Eric's church afterwards. So um, naturally, you know, the races at Stafford actually ended early because they, uh, like I said, they weren't running heats for some divisions. And so, um, Bob was waiting for his lady to get out of work, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to head over uh, to Eric's, and I didn't know if he was going to pop in or whatever, but I was like, I'll definitely know some people, because my, like, 15, nope, like, more than that, over 15 years of my life, I lived within, like, a mile and a half of Eric's church, so uh, a lot of people from the same town that still go and occupy that place, so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see some Wyndham folk. I walked in, immediately saw Chuck Buxton which was great because then I could I immediately could shoot the shit with someone in line while I was waiting for beer uh, or a drink or whatever. And I was looking around, and I could not have seen, like, less Wyndham people. <laughs> and it was just, like, the most infuriating thing of all time because I showed up, like, I'm for sure going to know at least 20 people here because I've never been in Eric's where I didn't. And, uh, yeah, I knew, like, two people. So when uh, when, when Chuck and, and Paige left, I, I very much was just kind of, like, sitting there alone. Um just moseyed on over to the, the few people that I did know, kind of hung out, and uh, for sure went in saying I was going to drink one, have one alcohol, um, and had six. So that's just <clears> where Brad had mentioned that he, I was waiting for comes. my lady friend to get out of work. Um, I didn't really care either way if I went to Eric's or not, but if I had known she just was never going to come over after work, I probably would have gone <laughs> with you. But, uh, like 10, 30, 11, I'm like, mm, I'm getting kind of sleepy. <laughs> Left the light on. Wake up at two in the morning, roll over, no girlfriend, lights still on. I'm like, Mary. <laughs> and uh, yeah, texted her in the morning. I was like, hey, uh, you good? 
yeah, I just I thought you fell asleep, so I went home. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Just wanted to make sure you didn't like pass away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, mm. yeah. So Friday was fun. I just, I just don't at Eric's church. Hmm? Hmm. No. So my, it's like basically the only place that I'll frequent. It's the only bar in Wyndham, really, which kind of it's tough. I miss Dana's. Do miss Dana's. <laughs> it's a church now. It's very ironic. A lot of unholy things went down in that building. <laughs> you ain't <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> that place was kind of gross. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we loved it. When, when you walk in and it's not even busy and your feet are sticking to the ground, it's like, oh, all right, it's that kind of place. It was because it was a seafood restaurant. <laughs> yeah, during the day. <laughs> At night, a band would play. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a back room with another band playing. It was a whole lot. Yeah. So that was Friday. Yeah. That was Friday. What'd you do Friday? I raced, or I tried to race. Friday? Saturday? Friday? Oh, no. What did I do Friday? I went to work. That's what I just fucking asked <laughs> I you. I don't know, Bob. <laughs> Friday, I went to work. Sounds like you didn't do anything on Friday. Oh, Friday? No, I went to work, and then I went to window and worked on the car. That's load, right. Load, I already yeah, knew. All that shit. Um, Lame. What'd you do Saturday? Sounds like sounds like you want to talk about Saturday. Sa- yeah, Saturday we NASCAR'd, uh, went up with the Sports Series car, Super Street Sports Donk, whatever it is. Sports Donk. Uh, another good little field that we had there, I think 20 plus cars again, so uh, healthy division up there. Um, Bradley um, figured out I wasn't fibbing, I think, mm-hmm. um, with some certain things, and uh, practice, it was... I, I, it's tough because we're at the point where the car is actually driving like pretty okay-ish. Um, but like, I'll, I'll get out of the car and be like, Matt, like that, that's it. That's all of it. Like the, it's just got a little baby crate motor in it. We've got, you know, not a lot of gear in it. So it doesn't scatter it all over the fucking racetrack. And I think that we're getting to the point where we're getting maybe a little bit out motored and a little bit more, you know, people with more experience at that racetrack. Um, and just a, a couple different things that I think we're missing there. But uh, we went out and practiced. It was okay. Uh, not bad. Just we improved every time it hit the racetrack. Uh, we knew that we were just kind of kind of fall back on the setup that we had the previous week because it was good. And, well, then it broke, and we never really got to race it all that much. So um, decent little race car went out and got second in the heat. Or, no, we were running, we were running second in the heat um, until I was basically on someone's air cleaner uh going through one and two what were you doing up there uh well uh, the top was open they well chose... he wasn't in reverse yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wiscasset's it's a wide racetrack um they just chose to not go to the top again N- noted uh finished sixth because there was a yellow on the last lap and Wiscasset very dangerously races back to the line on the last lap if the yellow is out so there was a car backwards up off a of four. Everybody's going balls out. I was on the bottom about to hit the car that was facing the wrong way head on, got passed by three or four cars, and apparently finished sixth in the heat race, which put us sixth in the lineup for the feature. Uh, feature time came around. Good race car. Got to the bottom as quick as I could. Uh, passed a few cars. Yellow came out, and we were second when the yellow came out. Uh, restarted outside of the 85, Michael Harrison, and we went into one. I pushed up a little bit. Uh, he got away from me a little bit, and then the next time we went into one, my, my car, for some reason, when we decided to put disc brakes on the rear, has had wicked intermittent brake issues where 
the pedal will be hard as a rock and then all of a sudden it'll just go straight to the floor so i went into turn one and two full bore ready to fucking put my balls on the dashboard i hit the brake and well it just didn't slow down and i almost wiped out going into one and two lost a few spots uh yellow came back out um I think we were just kind of hovering around sixth and seventh there because then I'm I'm pumping the pedal trying to keep it and back in the corner way up and Junebug was nice behind me and didn't fucking route me out of the way because well he knows how to race so um, <laughs> so from there we uh, I think we crossed the line sixth or seventh and then uh, th- I guess like three fucking people got DQ'd afterwards so I don't really know where we finished afterwards. That place has more carburetor disqualifications than any place I've ever... Like, I actually asked a guy today, I'm like, what, what is going on? What am I missing? And I didn't even know what an air bleed was in a carburetor, but apparently you cannot fucking have them at Wiscasset. No, I, I honestly don't even really under... I, I don't understand what the, the infraction was. Um, whatever, it benefited us somehow, so that is what it is. Uh, but we also ran double duty. We ran the legend car, ran the old number 40 for Nicholas Scola. No car legend. Uh, was, I, I think I was just drifting the whole time. Uh, it's a very big racetrack and it was a very loose race car and I don't really know what I'm doing in a legend car. So compound those three things. And I was just broadside the whole fucking practice. Mind you, Nick was late too. Good. Uh, so Nick texted me. We're at the racetrack. He texted me. He's like, "Hey, uh, so when the, when's everything start?" I was like, "We're we're like at the racetrack, dude." He's like, "Oh shit, uh, we left like an hour and fifteen minutes after we thought we needed to, so um, we're on our way." So miss first practice altogether. Uh, unloaded. Luke Luke LeBron was fastest in the practice naturally. Um, I was broadside all the way around the entire racetrack. I thought I was like 11 seconds off the pace. And Nick was like, no, you were like just outside top five. You were sixth. I was like, that I shouldn't have been. That doesn't even make sense. So uh, got second in the heat, started second in the feature, and I got riced again uh, going into turn that one. sounds like it could be a racial slur. No, nope, uh, it just Ryan Rice doesn't know where he is on the racetrack uh, literally at all times. Um, and I got wiped out at Beatridge by that clown going for the lead. Uh, got wiped out at Wiscasset now by that same fucking clown going for the lead. Uh, this time I just didn't even get a lap in. Uh, literally lap one, turn one. Uh, afterwards, everybody's like, yeah, you, you kind of pinched him, this, that, the other thing. I'm thinking, like, I'm pretty sure I gave him quite a bit of fucking room. Like, yeah, it's your job on the top side to kind of hold someone down, but... Yeah, there was plenty of room, so I thought. And then I'm starting to like double guess, my, like double guess myself. I'm like, maybe I did kind of come down a little bit. And Bradley sent a video that was pretty, pretty telling that I just got fucking driven through for no reason. So <clears throat> yeah, when I watched it in person, like I was recording the whole thing because um, Legend Car starts something cool is bound to happen usually. So um, yeah, Charlie was starting on the outside. Charlie was extremely loose. It was never drive like it was always sideways <laughs> like straight away <laughs> corner always sideways and i'm like oh this this should be good so <laughs> i'm recording it and i'm also watching it and when i'm watching it i'm like damn charlie pinched the shit out of him charlie comes to a stop literally right and like could not have been more in front of me like i could have waved but like i was i didn't want to um and then i watched the video afterwards and i was like oh no, that kid's not on the bottom. <laughs> that kid's like very much not on the bottom. He still has like a car, like a car length and a half to get to the bottom. Um, so yeah, I I do like you know if Charlie does something, being like, ah, that was 
kind of your fault. Um, and that was definitely my thought initially. And then I watched the video and I was like, well, you know what? It wasn't. So <laughs> uh, you'll yeah. have that on them bigger jobs. Yeah, Ryan Rice, I'm sure he's a nice human being. Terrible race car driver. He's uh, probably nicer than Ray Rice. It might be. So he has that going for him. Uh, no, the, the only problem I have with that fucking clown at this point is that this has now happened twice. Same exact thing for the same exact position. And I get down. I pull the car on the next pad. I'm not. I, I'm literally just standing on the pad. And daddy comes over. Sean was there? Nope, nope, oh. nope. That this is uh this is Ralph Rice, the the former pit steward no. at Beechridge Motor Nasway, now the Amazon facility. Probably nicer um, than Ray Rice. It probably well, I don't know. Um. Anyway, <laughs> he decides to come down and start talking to me, and I just wanted to be like, Ralph, what fucking car were you driving? Why don't you send your pussy ass fucking kid down here to say something? And uh, Ryan never grew the set of balls to come and say anything himself. So, uh, Ryan, if you're listening. You're a pussy. Uh, <laughs> feel free to message right. me anytime or talk to me instead of sending your fucking daddy over. Uh, I hope we race again. And uh, you're a fucking clown. How old is this kid? 12? <laughs> no, he's like 30. He's an adult. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah. That changes a lot. Yeah. He's like 30 something. <laughs> just and he he's, he's, like... he's going to be a lifetime legend car fucking dweeb. And I'm just trying to have fun, and I get cleaned out every time I'm trying to do good. And, you know, it's the same fucking idiot. And like I said, he, he didn't have a set of balls to say anything himself. He's just doing the <laughs> pointing and shouting and hold me back. And uh, Daddy came over, and I was gonna Daddy like, didn't like anything I had to say. I was, like, ready, the fuck out of here. I was ready to, like, cut out, like, a whole lot no. of bit because i was gonna be like charlie is just absolutely <laughs> belittling a middle schooler right now let's let's make let's make it a point for all of us to have to get edited out of this episode <laughs> since i already uh, have to yeah let's, no, it's fine let's that, not that let's guy's not a that. fucking clown it is what it is i don't care uh so yeah yeah i uh i i, I whisk considered for the first time all year uh haven't haven't been up there and uh yeah i mean it was it was Wisconsin. I got up there. It, I left the house, and it was like 75 degrees, wearing shorts and a T-shirt with a hoodie packed up in the bag. I showed up to Wisconsin. It was sunny and 70 degrees. And um, I sat in the car and just charged my phone because um, apparently I didn't charge the night before, whatever. And I was watching the race at the same time, the Xfinity race or truck race, I think it was. And uh, by the time I got out of my car, I, I was pretty convinced it was going to snow <laughs> in the near future. So, um was a very cold night at the races. It was perfect that they had 85 beetle bugs. Um, they do get a whole fucking charge. I think they call them Thunder Fours up there. Yeah. They had yeah. so many of them, and they were scheduled to go 35 laps, I think. And they wrecked <laughs> at least seven times in the first six laps. <laughs> like, it was... They, they wrecked for sure before they recorded a lap. So I'm pretty sure that that's accurate. Um and they just kept doing it, and they kept wrecking, and it was just way too cold for that. Um, so at one point, I it, they got to, like, lap 15, and they cut it short by 10 laps, made it a 25-lap race. And when they wrecked on lap 15, I mean, it, it, it had to have been the 10th caution, and I just got up and left. I was like, I'm not watching the rest of this. I will go sit in the trailer, and there's no win there. Um, I don't have to watch this anymore. And uh, I, I gave it another go when the, the more expensive bang-bangers came out. So once the Super Streets or whatever came out on the racetrack, they uh, they bang-banged a little bit, not as much. Uh, they were their professional bang-bangers. And um, They bang-banged a lot in the four-turn, I see. They did, yeah. They bang-banged a lot, and oh, my God. <laughs> 
I have never seen a car drive through a pit area faster than Tiger Colby drove through the pit area. Like there I was heard it was pretty bad. There were it's a good thing his car is fluorescent yellow because there were people jumping out of the way literally for their life. I was standing on top of the grandstands and like you hear him like hitting the chip coming through one side of the pits before he even takes the left to come up the hill. So like no one really knew that he was coming. Well, everyone knew could hear that he was coming, but like it was bad uh, to the point where he ended up getting black flagged and told uh, not to go back out of the racetrack naturally. Um, was kind of scary to watch, but yeah, I don't know what happened. I I think that he just kind of got wrecked. Um, yeah, there was but. a a drone actually caught the wreck, which was kind of neat. Um, yellow car might have been the eleven, not Matt Beers, the other eleven. Yeah, it was um, Jason Oaks. Spun him out from what it looked like. Matty Beers got into it. Peach Merrill got a piece of it. Somebody else got a piece of it. Um, Peach's car is pretty tore up, and uh, I guess there was a. a an altercation in the pit area as well. Yes. That's the only reason I knew it, that it was the 11 because I for sure saw people um, throwing shit at the 11 on, I think it was your video, Brad. Yeah. Maybe you yeah, sent it, was, it to us. Uh, I, uh, there was, well, I, I had a very amateur film because I didn't really care all that much. I was standing up on top of the grandstands and there was very clearly an altercation going on. And I don't, if you ever uh, have um, been around an altercation in a uh, pit area ever, everyone in their left uncle comes out of left field and just bench has to watch bench clearing. Bro. So, and I just, I didn't care all that much. Like nine times out of 10, it's not like if you're not that to, if you don't see the first 10 seconds, it's over. you're not going to see really anything. So basically everyone started moving over and I just took a very amateur film of like the beginning. And then, um, everyone was in my way and I couldn't see, but uh, someone else did send the video in and it was the 11 and, and tiger, um, getting into it, which I don't know why the 11 would be mad. At uh, the 78 or whatever his number is. I think that's it. Um, unless one of his family members almost got hit in the pits. And then that would make sense. But, yeah, the uh, they bang-banged a lot at Wiscasset. Um, the Super Late Models came out on the racetrack. I was honestly going to leave after the Super Street race. Kind of forgot Charlie was racing a legend car. I actually forgot the legend cars were there to begin with. <laughs> um, and so, naturally, when the when it goes bang-bangers, uh, Super Streets, legend cars. No, the, the, the Pro Stonk bang-bangers, the Pro Stock 4 bangers. Uh, and then legend cars, and then super late models. You're like, all right, you kind of got to watch the whole slate of uh, racing going on here. Actually, to be honest, I think the best race of the night was the pro stock four bangers. I mean, they fuck side by side coming to the line. Allison um, legacy cars, pub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pro, like the we're, we were just the pro stock bang. Bangers. I don't know. They call them like pro <laughs> four. They call sounds like you just combined every division that was in there. They're, they're yeah. called they're called four cylinder pro stocks. The, yeah. To Charlie and I and and kids i remember them as allison legacy cars yeah yeah so that they uh i don't know the number seven something burgess um i don't know then benjamin burgess yeah they uh he won by maybe an inch like it was it was actually a phenomenal race uh him and someone that had three digit number and speaking of those those four cylinder pro stock allison legacy not legend cars um there's this one kid. He parks in like the same little area I do. It's the number eight. He's got the coolest name ever. It's Callahan Cox, that and is, that's like the yeah. ultimate like race car driver name. Like Garner Klinger. He's gonna Callahan have a, Cox. Gonna have a movie made after like one. The, Garner. The Klinger. kid's gonna fuck a lot. Is yeah. Like it's a it's an incredible name. Yeah. The uh, the only other thing that I had in my well, actually I had two things in my notes. Um, Nick Reno was absolutely on rails. I watched him start dead last in his heat race in 
he won his heat race, but he made a move going into three. Like I, you would have. It looked like he was going to hit the wall at a two. He was so high, he like, couldn't go any higher without actually hitting the wall, and just drove it so far into the corner that he had at least a car length on now second place coming out of four. It's very impressive. Uh, just Dick stomped him in the, the field. Garrett Hall got second. Um, I don't. Uh, Logan, program, Meltzer got, Logan Meltzer. Yeah, got, got third. Yeah. I'd, uh, had uh, forgot the uh, the end there. I only had Nick Reno in my notes, and also um, the the bang banger. The worst part about the bang banger race was there was like five cars, like truthfully, I, I I don't know. Like you know how slow the cars go, like on the pace laps. I mean, they're going at the very most half the speed as you as you go on a pace lap. Like around the racetrack, just running the top. There was a couple running the bottom. I was like, why? Are, it looked like they had the problem and they were going to come to a stop and draw a yellow, but they were just still chugging along, and that caused a lot of wrecks. A lot of people were trying to avoid them because half of them running high, half of them running on the bottom, and they were just putting around like going 10 miles an hour while everyone else was going green, and they were actually kind of ripping around there. But So that was kind of uh, an absolute fuck show. That was, that was one of the, another reason why I left. I was like, I just can't watch the rest of this. Um, but yeah, uh, all in all, it was, uh, it was an exciting night at, at, at Wiscasset. Um, different racetrack. First time I was there all year, so uh, it's not always nice to see you know some familiar faces. Uh, definitely doesn't feel like home, but there was obviously some Beechridge people there, and uh, that was cool to see. So uh, that was uh, that was a Saturday for me, and uh, we already I guess went over all of our Saturdays. And we kind of did the same thing on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't <clears throat> I didn't make it to Epping. Uh, my girlfriend ended up for, forgetting to tell me she had a bridal shower on Sunday, so we axed the plans of going to to uh, the drag races. So. Charlie's lady pal, Lindsay, put together a <laughs> little barbecue cookout deal for Charlie's birthday, so we all uh, day drank, Charlie Brown. Yeah, that did happen. Uh, it's It's been very uh, rewarding, uh, the whole process of like getting the house and, in my mind, kind of saving what was potentially not going to be around for a second there, um, putting in a ton of work. I mean, this house, when it all started, was, like, four different colors. Every room was a fucking disaster. Um, and slowly but surely, just been picking away at it. And, uh, you know, it's been painted. You know, things are starting to get a little bit more organized. Gotten rid of a ton of shit. I mean, and when I when I say i gotten rid of so much stuff, I am not exaggerating. When I have rounded over two 40-yard dumpsters to just trash... And have made no less than fucking twenty trips to Goodwill, and it's been it's been a lot, and there's still way too much stuff. But it's been really cool to kind of get back the space of you know you know have some some place that your friends want to come and hang out, and you know the nard the yeah the nards the the yard the yard looks nice, uh, the nard looks nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, it does, yeah. It's it's just presentable and it's comfortable, and you know for. For a long time, not to get super weird and sentimental and shit, but for a long time, for, I don't know, probably six, seven years, I I felt like I didn't really have a home. You know what I mean? Everybody has that one place where you can kind of call home, and I was kind of floating around there for a little while between college and then coming back and not really being able to come back here, and, you know, my dad's place was whatever, and I could never really pull together getting something on my own, so uh, once I finally figured out how to do this and make it into a cool little spot and... Hopefully something that I can uh, have more memories with all my pals with, you know, out on the front lawn or out in the backyard, and it was cool. Uh, Didn't have the fire department come? No, not even once. The cops never showed up. Uh, We for sure 
yelled do a trick at every bicyclist that went by. <laughs> yeah. Uh it was it was kind of off brand for us. I think it was just low key, just hanging out, not doing really too many shenanigans until we left. Uh <laughs> let's go to the beach each. Let's, let's go, go get, get away. away. They say they, what they're gonna say. Uh so no, it was awesome. There was I don't know what, twenty people showed up probably, something like that. Had good food, good beer, good laughs. Uh Lindsay got me a grill, so I was just ripping ripping full dad mode, wearing my pineapple shorts, making hot dogs and hamburgers and fucking <laughs> ripping good literally high pineapple shorts. <laughs> it's been nice. Uh, I I thought I looked fucking good. I mean, you did you you did for a little bit yeah. there, and then uh, mm. then we're like, you know what we should all do after day drinking all day? We need to go to a bar and night drink and night drink. <laughs> so so we ended up going to the Brunswick and Old Orchard. This is Sunday night, and uh, for some reason, the second we hit park, I got instant bubble guts, like you read about. And I looked at Lindsay. I was like, I got a shit. It, it, and it, it's one of those ones where it's like it's happening whether you want it to or not it's happening right here right now i'm gonna guess and correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> it was probably the five pounds of buffalo chicken mac and cheese that you ate you know it probably didn't help bob uh <laughs> washing it down with miller lights all day <laughs> in addition to fucking some throat missile hot dogs and you know a, i have been wondering why i felt like shit all day today you know that makes a lot of sense <laughs> uh just an egregious amount of like I don't know potato salad, pasta salad, just all all just that cake fucking slapped. Oh my yeah. god, that, that I fucking hate cake, and that oh, shit was so, so good. good. I had like five. Was pieces it the of it. the the white deal with the red, white, and blue stuff on it? That was courtesy of Kristen Wilson Smith. Correct. Oh, so yeah. good. Jesus, not a big cake guy, but it was pretty fucking all right. Not one, a, of, one of the best things I've had in my mouth in a long time. Not wow. What care to elaborate? Never mind. No. Um, <laughs> the, I, I'm not not a drug guy, but if I was a drug guy, <laughs> that whole cake could have been eaten. I've never in once one been a sitting. drug guy. <laughs> never done like a Tylenol. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hardest thing I've ever done. Never, uh, never did like a pseudoephedrine or whatever. <laughs> wait, yeah, when I was wait sick. till you hear about ibuprofen. <laughs> oh, we fuck. Uh, <laughs> Aspirin. Don't even uh, get started. No, it was awesome, and I, I appreciate everybody that showed up. I. My birthday has never really meant shit to me ever. It's always been more important to other people. And uh, for the first time, it, it was cool to just have people show up. But anyway, we were like, let's go to the, let's go to the Brunswick. That We need to do that. So Lindsay and I were like, well, we bought a Tahoe. Let's fucking put all of our fucking idiot friends in it. So we piled them up. We go into uh, the old Orchard Beach area. I get bubble guts like you read about. So I'm trying to run two the Brunswick. Mind you, we lost Hannah because she jumped on what I thought was a random motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she fucks off and disappears, and we're like, that was weird. Uh, come to find out, it was Dave Stewart, yeah. uh, which is <laughs> which them made it okay. Uh, <laughs> Not a random dude. <laughs> but anyway, I like we're stopping and chatting. I'm like, no, I, I, I need to shit now. And uh, I know right where the Bruns- Brunswick is, so there's it's kind of a fucked up parking lot where there's like half of it is for people who like live there and it's like chained off and shit. And then the front half of it is if you want to go to the bar, but there's like six spots. So it's always full. And I could have very easily just walked around it, but you know, I am, there was an opening in the chain four feet to the right of where you decide to jump over the chain. Yeah. Well, I decided I was going to NAS Olympic and, you know, do hurdles and shit. NAS Olympic, if you will. I won't. Oh, well, uh, you did. Well, I tried to, and I could not have blown my ass open <laughs> <laughs> wider and longer on my favorite pineapple shorts of all time. 
uh, to the point where at least I was wearing some nice underoos, I think, because I don't know that it was that noticeable. Oh, it was very noticeable. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been very reassuring to you, Charlie, that TJ Maxx and Marshall sells those same pineapple shorts between the months of April and September, literally every year. So you're, I feel pretty confident you'll be able to get another pair. Do, do you TJ Maxx? Oh, that's literally the only place I'd really get clothes. Do you clothes. Marshall? Oh yeah, that's yeah. <clears throat> you like a home good? I'll go. I love well, Marshalls, man. I'll go into Marshalls. I'm a slut for Marshalls. I'll go into if I, if I if it's more convenient, I'll go into a a to Max to to Jamaics. Um, and if they don't TJ have, and uh, I would say probably eight <laughs> times out of twelve, <laughs> whenever I go into a Tej Max, they do not have what I want. So I just go to Marshalls because it's what way you, more convenient. So what are you looking for when you Tej Max? If I go into a, a store like that. Whether I'm looking for them or not, I'm not not going to check out the shoes. And the best thing about TJ Maxx, yeah, yeah, big shoe, uh, and that's you know convenient. I really have a, 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 a elaborate. No, that's not the word. A um, I've a no. Well, large palette, expansive, expansive palette. Um, I have a lot of different types of shoes. I literally have the moccasins that I am now wearing as slippers, and I have eleven-four pairs of Vans. Not um, a running shoe. The, a moccasin. No, no, and these aren't the ones that I blew <laughs> out uh, on my fucking uh, marathon. Uh, at that, I should be dead. Um, so, <laughs> but the best thing about TJ Maxx. <laughs> Is that you go in there and they don't even sell men's shoes. So it's always going to be, you're going to be balling on a budget. You know, you're not going to get the shoes that you don't need because they don't have what you may want. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like either I, one of them. You I know, maybe like grab an Adidas hat for five bucks or some shit, you know? Just because you can, right? Yeah, fuck it. I, I feel like every time I've teach maxed and I see, like, something that I like, it's always, like, a really bizarre size. It's mm. like, I go and see a mm. shoe. That's it's like, it's oh, yeah. that's a nice shoe. I, I'd, I'd wear that shoe. I would put that in my repertoire of clothing, if you will. You look at it, it's like a 17 fucking XL, <laughs> like, Triple H. I'm like, what the fuck is it? Like, it's a hat it at just, that point. It I just think. has, like, a Q on it. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I went there. I went to Marshall's a couple weeks ago to get some shorts. Uh, none of my shorts fit anymore. They all are just fucking clown pants. <laughs> I bought three pairs of shorts, all, like... 39 with pineapples on them 29 or 30 waist. I'm, a, I'm a big pineapple short could not be any more different one pair fit <clears throat> one pair little snug but way too long like we're below the knee and then one was like four inches from buttoning up i'm like well right. <laughs> yeah, apparently below the knee can't have it anymore no below uh, above knee shorts are in can't yes. can't have a you got to show a knee we you gotta, gotta be a slut a about it. You gotta show an ankle and a knee. No, well, for a long time I thought the short was a below the knee thing when we were younger. Was that not the yeah, case? If you liked insane clown posses, you I, for sure wore I, shorts that that. Well, long. I mean, I was short to begin with. They, my shorts were, they they were all kind of long anyway because <clears> I was well a very small human being. Uh, well, yeah, it does. It is a problem being short. You don't want to be friggin' Urkel. Because like you, you, if you try to get the length right, then it's not gonna fit your hips. You know, if you, yeah. if you fit your hip, then it goes down to your ankles, and you might as well be wearing pants anyway. I don't even know necessarily where they came from. Probably um, Old Navy because they say Old Navy on them. But I was Thanks wearing so. short. Yeah, <laughs> good work, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go on a, a I'm gonna you know, stretch, go on a bit of a stretch, but I think they might have came from there. And uh, so I was wearing them the other day, and I'm like, these fit pretty good. And I'm like, where? I don't even know where these. These are the best shorts I've ever had on my entire life. No idea where they came from. And now I have to naturally go to Old Navy, but like the Old Navy around us is <laughs> in a mine? mall. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, that does happen quite a bit. I th- yeah, I, I did, think I have I a lot just, of your socks. I uh, did probably. Yeah. I did just. Fi- oh. The, mm. I think that uh, I was uh, in a conversation with Brandon Wilkinson about this. Whenever you go to travel, just 
every time. Just go to Marshall's. <laughs> just buy new socks. New socks. Put them in the bag, and then you're ready to go on socks for the trip. Like that's that, that's and that's a, it's a foolproof plan. That's a move. Uh, the problem is, is that you just end up with a whole fucking. Oh, I have so many socks. Oh my! None God. of them match. No. One of the most infi- so uh, going back on where we're trying to get the house together in the living room. It's for a moment in time became the laundry area because I'm trying to sort shit out, and I'm I'm living out of fucking laundry baskets, and nothing more infuriating than when you're already running late. You grab a sock. And you grab another sock, and they don't match. So you grab another sock, and that doesn't match. And you're up to like seven socks that don't match <laughs> each other. And you're like, what? Mm. Are, like, what are the fucking odds? I couldn't just pick two that were. I was just the same. I was very much late to work this morning, and I had no fucking clean socks. And the first sock that I found was a white one, and I don't really have white socks, so I'm know. like, that's fucking weird. But I guess we'll try to find a match. And uh, it got to the point where I legitimately was about to leave the house with a white sock and a black sock <laughs> on my feet. Uh, very late to work. Uh, obviously, I work basically. If I'm late, I'll just stay late. Um, pretty foolproof plan. I just usually stay two hours late anyway. So if I'm if I'm at least within two hours of being on time, it's it's fine. Um, but yeah, socks are. It, I don't know where they go. They <laughs> fall into. The, the fucking, abyss. Yeah. <laughs> so, so not to leave out from Saturday though. I, I blow my asshole out on these pineapple. Sunday, right? yeah. So, yeah, you get it. Sorry. The Lord's Day. So, yeah, it, not the that day bad. of Sabbath. So anyway, I blow my shorts out. I then proceed to blow my asshole out in the actual shitter of this bar. Mind you, not a nice public restroom. Not the nicest I've ever they have, been. Like, in. TVs they have, in the wall. Yeah. Though. That's pretty I cool. felt like I was yeah. at Stafford. I was watching like a yeah, fucking until Reds you take game. a shit and the door doesn't lock and it's just swinging. Oh, that <laughs> with is friends. Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> So, and I don't realize this because uh, I, I was like, I, like I had, like it was happening. Like I, I had to fucking rip my drawers down and I fucking take a dookie right then and there. Well, you already ripped your drawers. To where so I am had then, to rip them down. To where I'm then playing fucking. Yeah, you could have just squatted. I'm, I'm playing fucking tetherball with the, with the, sh- the, the door in front of me, oh. just bouncing it up. I'm like, this is fun. Uh, the best part though, was when somebody walked in, they're like, whoa, it fucking smells in here. And he proceeds to just piss. I was like, that's cool. Uh, apparently, that was Spencer. So that makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say, no, if, uh, if they didn't know you and that's just a stranger, get that guy on a list. <laughs> Who the fuck goes into a public bathroom and just screams like that? Actually, <laughs> no, I was, uh, to be fair, I might have if I saw Bobby pissing in the sink. Well, yeah. <laughs> well no shit, but that's, that, that's, that's, that gentleman was so polite to me. That, that's why I, that's but why I'm that's Bob, not a pisser. Bobby pissing in the sink. That's, that's why I meant that you had to know. You had to know the sink, right? <laughs> I, I, that's, <laughs> no, no, I don't. So I, if you don't know the person, if it's a stranger, that's really fucked up. I don't remember where I. Oh, you know when I went to uh, Thunder Road on the drive there, I really needed a shit, and I was like, I'm just gonna blow up the McDonald's because there's no fucking good place in Vermont to take a shit. I mean, you could go in the woods, but like, there's a lot of you can find, a, find a quarry. There's a lot of goddamn critters out there. You might have a fucking black bear sneak up on you or whatever. So basically, I'm I'm like, end goal is get off the highway, and that McDanks is gonna be staring right at me. Um, and even just right like the, brown eyes. just you could walk into a McDonald's and not even have to shit and just shit yourself. Like there's so many fucking chemicals and just disgustingness in a McDonald's. Um, so 
basically the whole way I'm like, I am going to, I'm that bathroom and I have a date. And then I realized that there's a fucking Hannaford right behind it. I always forget about, and I'm like, Oh my God, I would much rather have a Hannaford bathroom over a McDonald's bathroom. So I, I feel like people shit in a McDonald's bathroom more than a Hannaford bathroom. Oh my God. A thousand percent. Because then you just get the McDonald's on the way out. And the place is already gross. So you're like, I'm not hurting it. Oh no, that is not how, that is not how I think whatsoever. So I'm like, I'm going into Hannaford. They probably have at least two stalls. Like I can at least pick between one of the two because usually you have one into McDonald's and nine times out of ten there's like vomit and like this is like <laughs> his blood. <laughs> like what the fuck? Um, so I go and I'm I was in the the bathroom at, at this this nice Hannaford establishment for all of three minutes, like total. And about thirty seconds in, this stranger walks in, full on singing like. ABBA or some shit like Hell yeah. at the top of his lungs and I just cannot imagine being that okay with acting like that in public <laughs> like it, what, have you where seen have, any of us in public yeah, yeah we have never walked into a bathroom by ourselves like not a McDonald's bathroom I could get it like a little bit if their song is literally playing like on at the bar and you walk into the bathroom and you are already singing it on your walk in and you've had about like 45 Miller lights like we did yesterday. Like that kind of makes sense <laughs> at a Hannaford. There's damn near not even music playing. Like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, maybe he got out of his car. I don't know. It was just very weird. I, and I was just sitting there so uncomfortable. And then he was like standing in the mirror, like looking at himself singing. And I'm like, dude, I've been done for like at least two minutes like i just want to leave but i don't want to have that weird interaction where you're singing and we make eye contact and they're just like serenading me and shit you uh, are the dancing queen yeah i'm pretty sure it was actually dancing queen that just had flashbacks but it's a great beat song's a banger <clears throat> yeah uh, no uh, move, move of the uh move of the race on sunday though i'm taking a shit and i finally take care of myself and i go back to the table in which everybody's there Except Lindsay's missing. I'm like, oh, great. What the fuck? What did I do? They're like, no, she literally went to go get you pants. I'm like, oh, my God. Wife move of the year right there. And she goes like down to some surf shop, gets me some swim trunks. It's fine. We're at the beach. It, it all fits. Each? Each. Let's go get away. They uh, say what they're going to say. The Patron. Oh, let's, let's go, go get, get it on. out. Drink. Clink. That's all right. So, uh, so anyway, <clears> she comes back. Light. She, she's like she's like spit? medium large medium <laughs> large medium large and i would have thought the same thing it's like well he blew his ass out in mediums we're gonna get him a large well large of whatever they are are fucking uh, basically an overall apparently <laughs> so so i put them on and i fucking if that picture of us by the 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 wooden boobies with whoever's face that was was that you? What, me? Yeah, then, I, I had some then, fucking cans on me, pal. <laughs> and then Robert Richmond over there with his fake penis on my shoulder. Looked, uh, looked really real. In, in that, in that picture, yeah. in that picture, those shorts are up to my tits for sure, <laughs> a thousand percent, but I look fucking good. Uh, so thank you, Lindsay. Appreciate it. Uh, hell of a job. Yeah. Um, ba- basically, like on top of just our whole ending our endeavor yesterday let's just get into the patreon questions where uh, michael jervis said uh scale of zero to rinsed how many beers this weekend um, um yesterday all of them i didn't drink not one beer on saturday i had that makes one of us i, I had think i did either i think i had six i so i found Bushlight apple on friday um at patman's where i already knew that it was so i didn't really find it but uh, <laughs> once again found, <laughs> great work <Columbo. laughs> they literally advertised so i i got <laughs> I, I think i drank six of them watching stafford and then i went to the bar 
and they had four dollars a can for Bushlight Apple on the door, and I'm like, oh, I love a good deal. Walked in, had two of them there. I was up to eight, and I would I didn't feel not even slightly drunk. Like I was invited to the dance floor by a pretty attractive male. Pretty much the only re- no, <laughs> the, pretty much the only reason why I actually went there is because I did see a Snapchat from her that she was there. I was like, ah, at least I'll know one person. Basically, like comes up to me like I'm standing right next to the dance floor pokes me in the chest and then dances like in front of me and I'm just standing there drinking like just completely zoned out like I was not even close to drunk so basically I was like oh like I, I these things just I'm pretty sure don't have alcohol in them so I had eight of them switched over to Bud Light that wasn't working so then I got a Jack Sour again I went in for one um, ended up with like 13 uh, well ended up with five but I guess 13 on Friday and uh, did that uh, it was enough for me to not have a sip of alcohol on Saturday and uh, yesterday definitely lost count yeah I would take the above of 15. I would take the above of 10 beers and then I had a rum bucket and a uh, wiggy sour at uh, the Brunswick so yeah, had yeah to, I just it had to have been plus ten. I just had don't keep count. I don't want to know. I don't care well, to know. Well, no. Sunday it was it was over the course of a, a oh, good yeah. chunk of the day, oh, like over ten hours. Yeah, it wasn't like in forty five minutes. I, I think that the only time all weekend from the beginning, or just even Friday seven a.m. moved it like all the way until the end of the weekend. The only time that I was actually like, wow, I'm actually kind of drunk, was um right after I finished my rum bucket and then damn near chugged the wiggy sour. I was like, holy fuck! I, I tried it, boys. I tried it first time. Uh, I'm going to have to come back to it, I think. It just it wasn't my vibe right then. <clears throat> I'll spoil it. Uh, I finished it. You did. You <laughs> did. Where I then uh, pounded the rest of the rum bucket that Lindsay was doing and then ordered another rum bucket. Very banana-y. They I've were never very Abby at ordered her second one without uh, the banana liqueur. The <laughs> liqueur. Liqueur. Ha <laughs> 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 They were pretty good. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. It was they're like just eighteen the two, bucks. They, yeah. they are. They're they're a twenty a spot every time. But yeah. I uh, just that's too much sweetness. I can't. I can't do them. Yeah, you got it in moderation. I'm not I much. Think. I'm not much for bum rockets. Yeah, I like a nice bum rocket from time to time. Uh, but no, Sunday was good. Yeah. yeah, we had a pretty good, pretty good week. So uh, to answer your correct question, uh, uh, rinsed, rinsed, rinsed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drilled. Crit. You know, there the was drill. it was Sunday. Crit. Bob, it wasn't Friday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Arkwright said, uh, do one of you want to drive my box stock at Pomfret? Yes. Wait, box stock? Isn't that the eight-year-old class? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I think they have like, it's a, it's, con- uh, the true definition of box stock is like, it's like a clone or maybe. Oh yeah, I'm down. Know. Sure. Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Let, let's actually let Brad do it. We race. Brad doesn't. All right. Fuck it. I have a helmet. Nah, I don't. Whatever. So the answer is yes. Um, you get to be <laughs> to be more convenient to us. Buy dirt tires and bring it to Bartlett Bridge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I'll announce from uh, the driver's seat. Uh, Corey Russell said, "When are you guys coming to announce at LST Motorsports Park? And who's got the best place for a chicken sandwich? Is he talking racetrack? Because I don't know that I've ever had a chicken sandwich at a racetrack. LST. Um, I probably I think I'm gonna flag a couple of events there. So that would be kind of cool to get you guys up there. It'd be uh, uh, in terms of announcing. Steve has our number, and uh, my phone hasn't gone off. Yeah, yep. Uh, I don't even what what day don't they race on Saturdays usually? No, they have like a big Wednesday show coming up here next month that Derek Nealon sponsored. It's like three grand to win for champ oh, cars. Shit. Yeah, yeah, um, he's doing a lot of cool stuff over there. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I've I've that seen... place was gonna die. I've seen that it's been so popping. It's definitely so going to die. Very well. And it's it's it sucks because it was like 
in terms of a karting facility, it was one of the only ones when we were growing up that that, that it was specifically built for go karts. Like usually we were slamming up and off of a big track into the infield or whatever between yeah, cones. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah, there's cones and fucking people diving all over the place and you're going through rumble strips and all that. But that was one of the like the nicest facilities just for go karts. And Steve's done a really good job bringing it back. Uh, if we're talking racetrack chicken sandwich, I have no fucking idea. I've never had a chicken sandwich. At a uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even in general. I don't really chicken sandwich. Oh, I, I like chicken. I like sandwiches. I don't need chicken sandwich. I I think that uh, Chick Fil A's nuggets are fucking disgusting, but their spicy chicken sandwich is so good. Uh, out of anything that a fast food restaurant sells, that's Un- probably unpopular. my number one. Out of anything, burgers, fries. Unpopular opinion: Chick Fil A is okay. Did you only try like the the nuggets? No, I, I do the the chant the sandwich. I've done the spicy. I've done the original. Oh, no, I've done I'm convinced. The, I've done the, it's just it's okay. It's I'm fast convinced food. that the a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A is a drug. I think that you if you've done one, you've done drugs. They're they're just so good. I don't know like what like, like don't actual drugs, drugs. like yeah like aspirin. Cl- um, Claritin D. Cl- oh right, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> do Claritin D and Adderall, and all don't of a sudden your house that. is getting raided. <laughs> um, Race with respect. <laughs> I think. <laughs> don't Keep do it that. Clean. <laughs> I think that my favorite stand-up comedian like bit of all time. I think I've probably actually said it on the show. Is when Cat Williams talking about aspirin. Have, yep. have you ever watched Cat Williams? <laughs> Your last fucking headache. <laughs> well, why the fuck is it legal? I don't know. Aspirin is perfectly legal, but if you take thirteen of them, motherfuckers, it'll be your last headache. <laughs> Funniest fucking bit of all is time. Cat Williams in the room right now. Yeah, that was that was fucking spot on. <laughs> Brad and I He's... cracked each other up the other night watching Stafford because we got talking about Bill Burr. Oh man, yeah. What were we even talking? We were about? talking about. Oh, we. Were, I had ordered a pizza from Domino's and we got talking about like the rewards program. And oh yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. I have so many rewards, and I'm like, I strictly don't sign up for reward programs just because of the Bill Burr bit. Do you want to save? Sign up for our savey save fucky fuck card? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Well, sir, why not? Because you're up to something. <laughs> I know you don't want to make less money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck. Cat Williams is talking about some sort of hard drug, and he's like, well, I don't know. Like, he's he's talking about like how he doesn't know how to make like fucking. I think it's because he was talking about how weed is illegal. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. He's talking about how weed is illegal, and then he's just like, well, he's talking about making some sort of drug. He's like, well, all I know is you add, you add baking soda, water, stir it up. I don't know the recipe. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's some shit you got to do to it. <laughs> I I have watched Cat Williams stand up, like every one of them, so many times that I have made numerous people very unhappy watching Cat Williams for the first time because I could literally sit there. Pimp Chronicles, I could sit through the whole entire thing, and and I would guarantee you, like, without a lyrics page or nothing, 95% accuracy on what he's going to say. I will say that I will talk the entire time. I will perform legitimately. Well, why the fuck is it legal? I don't know. Uh <laughs> So yeah, uh, Chick Fil A is my answer for sure, easily. Uh, what no was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Why is aspirin legal? <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it was the chicken sandwich thing. Uh, Do you have a chicken sandwich that you like, like the, a mixed chicken? The only chicken like thing that I would like is the uh, the original chicken sandwich with cheese from uh, uh, Burger King. I don't know that I've ever had one of those. Might have to give one. It's okay. Uh, you, you suck it down real quick. You you got to order it with cheese though, because it doesn't come with cheese typically, and they have to make it fresh, and it has cheese mm. on it, so it's even better anyway. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I do like a chicken sandwich with cheese. Oh. So weird. This is weird. Like I'm gonna out myself here. 
Um, in Bob. back in high school, <laughs> they used to have these like chicken sandwiches that they would get. They were, they were they were pretty good. Bomb. So like Kel- the chicken patty deals. Yeah. Right? yeah, Bomb yeah, yeah. So Bomb. Kelsey <laughs> Bubar, for whatever reason, she would not eat the pizza cheese. She'd get a slice of pizza and rip all the cheese off it. What a psychopath! <laughs> Serial killer. So <laughs> I would take her pizza cheese and put it on my chicken sandwich. And that's how I turned out being 240 pounds in high school. Wait, did it come with like some of the the sauce? With a little it bit, but you hit me chicken parm. It was pretty fucking. You good. made chicken parm. <laughs> you did good, Bob. <laughs> God, if I go back to high school for one day, I would for sure get a spicy chicken sandwich from one of them fucking crusty ass rappers. If I was offered from to go back to lamp. high school for one day, I would absolutely never do it. Oh my God, I definitely would. No. I would do it drunk. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I fucking hated school. Yeah, I didn't really. Hate it all that much, actually. Uh, Matt Sain said, "Would you rather have, or would you rather Joey Logano win every cup in Xfinity race you see in person, or Lizzo sit on your face?" Um, I, for one, am for sure the biggest Joey Logano hater that is sitting at this establishment right now, and Lizzo is just so gross. Uh, <laughs> give me Joey Logano. Make some every bangers, time in though. person. Oh my god! Wild man, great till they gotta be. She right? makes great music, but she like <laughs> she looks like she ripped her drawers every time she got out of bed, and then just didn't care. Like well, she's wearing such little clothing at she, all times. She it's was like, wearing what, why? Like, honey, your ass looks like the moon. Can we fucking <laughs> can we figure that out, please? Oh, hey. <laughs> I call her fat. She likes chicken <laughs> sandwiches. Uh, I don't. Fuck. Joey Logano can win every week. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. It's yeah, fine. I, I fucking hate Joey Logano. Well, Lizzo's right. not sitting on my face. I'll <laughs> die. I don't <laughs> fucking want to die. Uh, yeah, she's uh, Joey Logano. That's a hat trick for Joey Logano. <clears throat> Good for him. Um, <clears throat> should we? Uh, we should. We should uh, get into. Should get into a, a sponsor of ours. This. Uh, this week, actually, we have uh, we have two sponsors. We uh, they not a weapon of the week, not a grinds my gears, but just uh, the, uh, the the New England Super Modified series is kicking off this week. I believe at uh, uh, Thunder Road on Friday night, and uh, yeah, so they they jumped on board yet again. And um, we had a uh, a question from from Spencer Morse that was uh, your top five drivers in New England. But there was a stipulation, was there not? <clears throat> they not had to be alive or current, right? Yeah. No? Yeah, that was the only stipulation that there was. So in no particular order, um, I didn't pre- prepare for this at all. So <laughs> I'm stalling. That's not a, that's, you don't need to put that in order. <laughs> no, I'm, I was actually just trying to pull up the Pro All-Star Series deal, but every time I fucking click on Pro All-Star Series on my phone, it brings up the entry list to the 250, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I just want to see what the rest of their schedule looks like. Bob probably knows it off the fucking top of his head. They're at Oxford Sunday, I can tell you that. No, I meant the uh, New England Super Modified Series. Oh, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Thunder Road this Friday is their inaugural event. Then they got a doubleheader at White Mountain in July, uh, racing on a Friday and a Saturday. They got one at Seekonk in August. They got one at Oxford in August. Um, and they got one at Thompson in the October. Fin- did did finally get it get it pulled up. June tenth this Friday, Thunder Road, like we just talked about. June twenty fifth, Manadnock. Uh, July fifteenth, White Mountain. August sixth for at Lee for the Ollie Silva Classic. August twenty fourth at Seekonk. August twenty seventh at Oxford. Uh, September thirtieth at Thunder Road and October eighth at Thompson. Uh, and I know that when we were at uh, when we were at Thunder Road or when I was at Thunder Road last week, uh, I was with a lot of the locals that were up there. And um, obviously, they love their late models. That's kind of what uh, like the late models and the Flying Tigers are the kind of the premier divisions weekly there. They had uh, Tony Knuckle out there ripping around in his his super modified. And the minute that he uh, 
uh, got off the racetrack and it got quiet again, everyone was like, holy fuck. And basically, uh, everyone um, was under the impression that they were all going to show up. Specifically to watch that on Friday. I don't know what else they have racing. Probably uh, their whole weekly slate as well, which uh, can't ever beat Thunder Road when it comes to car counts or a a good weekly show, um, unless it's Stafford and then it's a a toss-up. But, yeah, so... uh, Top five drivers in New England, Charlie. Do you have a uh, have a five, top five? Uh, I I definitely I do have a top. So five. Pa- past or present, correct? So it, no, it'd be current Mostly and current. alive. Okay, current, current, current and alive. So I uh, have so I have my top five that's written down, and I kind of did it a little different because the the stipulation was current and alive, and I did it as like drivers that I think are like the best prospects kind of like like oh, okay. I, I didn't i didn't really have like an eddie mcdonald or like a keith rocco i i have okay. i have a, a so, list of five so drivers I, and, I took that that way too with like an underrated like undertone to it like up and coming underrated yeah like, yeah I you guys did that because cool. i definitely did not do i that. i oh. think that i i think that my five are uh are are the like the best it's like the team north america and the world hockey deal the like little while ago where it was like the under 20 something team mine's like the under 20 six or seven team um drivers that i think that are excelling already at a very young age that i think are going to continue to excel and end up uh you know remaining obviously in the top five of drivers in the region <laughs> starting number one for me um no shocker whatsoever to anyone that's listening uh Derek griffith number two uh steven kopsik i think that that uh doesn't really surprise anyone either number three might though um he's a friend of ours just like the other two but uh, i think that he's already uh excelling in uh, you know, a new division and he's kind of excelled this whole career so far. Max Cookson. Uh, I really hate having him on this list because I think that, uh, the next, go door, to his head. the next door he tries to walk through his head's going to get stuck. Glad and that's he bought be a, a bummer. I'm glad he bought a snapback hat from me. I don't know if it has enough adjustment though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if he's not at the races this weekend at Oxford, it's because his head's stuck in the next door that he walks through. Um, and th- these aren't really in any specific order, but I would say that the number, the top two are pretty the top two for me uh number four i have uh mike jr these are all drivers i mean people that have won this year and people that that continue to win kind of wherever they go obviously max only raced at oxford but i think it's pretty impressive that he jumped into a super late model and won uh, his first time out and uh number five Derek gluchaki fuck me that's basically the same list <clears throat> wow. uh mine is uh again Derek griffith um not really an up-and-comer per se uh, but in addition to that, the other kid from Hudson, Joey Pohl, I think that he is just incredible at what he does. Um, I'm, I'd, I'd like to call myself a student of the sport, and Joey Pohl makes very, very few mistakes, as does Derek. Um, I think that that's a good one. Uh, in terms of up and coming, kind of like you said, uh, Junior, you can't leave him out of the equation. I mean, he doesn't really realistically have a ton of experience. Um, but is going out and winning NASCAR wheel and modified races and driving for you know uh, Tommy Baldwin doing making the most of the opportunities that he's he's getting for sure. Um, additional to that, uh, Jake Johnson I think should be on there. Uh, he sucks. Another- did, you, did you watch him when he raced the legend car? What no, Bob? Anyway, <laughs> he, he he for sure was going to be my alternate for five. Yeah, I didn't have a fifth uh, written down for a Jake really long Johnson. Time. He is an absolute fucking ham bone. He is a clown, <laughs> just like the rest of us. Um, but he, uh, when given the opportunity, and the helmet goes on. The the boy can drive a race car. I don't care what anybody says. I love Jake. Um, I'm jealous of you know the the, the stuff he gets to play with. But uh, I think Jake is really really talented. Um, another one, like it or love it or leave it. Uh, Derek Bukaki, kind of like you said, um, he ruffles feathers. He 
is aggressive, very aggressive, sometimes too aggressive. Um, but I also respect the shit out of the fact that he is also the first one underneath the race car, clanging and banging wrenches and this, that, the other thing. Another one with a really good opportunity at hand, taking full advantage of it, does a ton of the work on his own um, and can drive it, obviously, just as good as anybody else. So um, I think that that's a good one. Some honorable mentions I had were um, not super current really anymore, but Wayne Hellowell, um, another one makes very few mistakes, has done a lot of cool things in race cars. Um, very smooth, just very talented, smart dude. I, I had never really met him until I parked next to him uh, at Lee one time, and that dude is just an incredible human being so hey uh, super cool good race car driver yep uh so my five are well very different i had <clears throat> i had dg12 um but i got johnny clark the dude yep. is the greatest of all time in a super late model in new england i don't care don't at me i'm not gonna argue just look at the stats when he won the oxford 250 two years ago that solidified it to me it's the only thing he didn't win dude is the greatest to do it in a super late model uh in the northeast um i had doug kobe I mean, how do you argue? Again, dude's pretty fucking good. Jumps in the seven New York car on a whim, wins two shows with it. Um, I had Jonathan McKennedy. He is definitely the best driver on the planet at Star Speedway. Nobody gets around Star Speedway like them. He's incredibly talented, very methodical, calculated with the way he races, um, and and uh, he does a good job. Has not lost a super modified race in like three years. And speaking of super modifieds, I might be biased, but I think this guy's the greatest short track driver on the planet that never really got a shot. He should have been in an Indy car. Uh, Chris Purley, 15-time ISMA champion, has won everything there is to win in a winged super modified times five. You know, Star Classics, Sandusky, Ohio, Oswego, just done it all. Has done things with a race car that don't even make sense, and the dude looks like he's there to fix your plumbing or wire <laughs> your electrical outlets for you. Does not look like a race car driver. Um, like I said, maybe a little biased, but the greatest super modified driver ever, I think. Uh, kind of the same vibe I had with uh, Wayne Hallowell. Like I, I didn't. I obviously we all know the orange twenty seven car, right? Yeah, it's a blue chassis with an orange body and a white number. That's what it's been forever and always. If you told me what he looked like, I would not have been able to tell you. He could have punched me square in the uterus, and I would have had no idea it was him. And same thing. He gets out of the race car, like, there's no way that dude races cars. There's and he no ran at Wiscasset this past weekend. He did. Yeah. Did he? I didn't see he, that. He yeah. did not have a great day. No. I don't know who the 84 was, but he uh, cleared himself across Garrett Hall's nose going into one, and Something they wrecked a right. whole bunch of cars. I love that I love that 84 car. It's right. like blue and gray, right? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I feel like that might be an unpopular opinion, but I just love the look of it. Uh, but, yeah, he he and uh, Garrett Hall got together, and, and uh, yeah, that – was a was a bit of a melee, but yeah, I uh, I, I definitely took. I, we didn't really discuss how we were gonna go about it, but I definitely did it as like a kind of a prospects deal. Everyone was uh, younger. I think Derek's the oldest one. I think he's twenty six. I mean, there, um, there there's so but, many though, like that could make that list for anybody who's making a list. I mean, oh you, my god, you've got you know someone our age, DJ Shaw. He's done a ton of things in a race car, a lot of cool things. Also, you know, an incredibly talented fabricator as well too. I mean, you've got all sorts of people in the past, or you've got all sorts of people in super modifieds. You have all sorts of people in tour type modifieds, oh, yeah. late I'd... models. It doesn't matter. That it it doesn't matter the um, whatever what's whatever the word I'm looking for is, but it doesn't matter the the type of race car. It's just there are so many incredibly talented race car drivers in this region to begin with. Um, that that just five is just that's it's almost impossible to make a list that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if we were going like you know, it there would be. 
It'd be a different list, I guess. I don't know that it would be too too much different, but yeah, you got Eddie Mack, you got like you said, DJ Shaw, my, you got my Nick honorable, Sweet, Keith my honor, Rocco. My honorable Matt mention Hirschman. was going to be Matt Hirschman's not from New England. No, but Ryan Priest. But. Wait, where is oh, he? Yeah, from? Oh, he's Priest. from like Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, he's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, Matt, Hir- yeah, Matt Hirschman would have been number one for me if he was actually from New England, but yeah. Hmm. Um, so that was uh, brought to you by New England, the New England Super Modified Series. Catch them uh, at Thunder Road on Friday night. And then, uh, like we said, Monadnock at the end of the month, June 25th, White Mountain July 5th, 15th, sorry, uh, August 6th for the Lee. At Lee, we'll, I'll be in the bar somewhere there. I'm sure that if Bobby's not racing um, and whatever, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a good, good amount of people in the bar at Lee. That's always a, a race that people come out of the woodwork for. So August 6th, mark that one on the calendar at Lee for the Ollie All- Silva Cla- Classic. Jesus, easy for me to say. Uh, <laughs> August 24th at Seekonk. Uh, 250 weekend. They will be there on the 27th at Thunder Road. I assume the Milk Bowl and Thompson at the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Did we have another sponsor for the episode this week? Original Wheelman. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna wait uh, for. Okay, I wasn't sure because you had said no, Bob. That earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, all right. Um, I have to get rid of the past deal here, and then the, the last thing I got in my notes. <laughs> um, some podium pals from the weekend. Nasty Nate LeClaire finished third at Star in the six shooters. We uh, touched on Logan Melcher finishing third in the Pro Stonks at Wiscasset. Devin Deshays was second in the Legend Cars at Wiscasset. Matty Beers was third in the Sport Stonks at Wiscasset. Uh, Cook Maxson won the Pro Stonks at Oxford. Colby Benjamin was third in the Modifieds at Oxford, and Tucker Haskell was third in the Thunderstonks at Oxford. I had a whole, uh, I had a whole slew of people that ended up uh, in victory lane. Actually, I believe all these these guys did. Uh, Josh Carey, like we already mentioned, the SK Lights, Travis Hydar in the Street Stonks, Stephen Kopsick in the SK Modifieds, back to back wins for him. Andrew Moeller won in a late model at uh, the Waterford. High Roller. Brandon Marhefka won in a late model at Jennerstown. Max Cookson, like you said, at Oxford. Derek Luchaki won at White Mountain. Tanner Woodard won at White Mountain. Jesse, I still don't know how to say his last Jack name. Jacobitis. Yep, same thing. One uh, at Awuji, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, did you see that Noah fucking bought $50 worth of Jesse Awuji's merchandise after he junked Ty Gibbs this weekend? Nah, I love yes. that. Yeah. respect that. <laughs> I respect I that. that. Um, he posted it basically everywhere that you could see it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he for sure made that well-known. Um, and uh, Mike Perry, I believe, won as well. So, yeah. And one note Good I made, that. I've never seen a group of people who want their races to rain out every week more than the people of Oxford Plain Speedway. Like, last week, <clears throat> we touched on how we saw, or I saw Tom Mayberry. It did not rain last Saturday. They, they were too quick to rain it out. So you know what they weren't going to do for the second week in a row? Rain out when there's no need to rain out. And looking at the forecast, there might have been a rain shower in the forecast for the Oxford area. It was like 15% all day. And it hit. At it most. rained for a second. Not a big deal. But literally all day on Facebook Saturday, like everybody that was going there to race or spectate, like they wanted it to rain out. And I'm like, you, but why? you people understand that you don't have to go. Like, if yeah. you would rather go see Afro Man at Trucks Gone Wild than just do that instead of bitching that your racetrack didn't get rained out. Was that happening? Yeah. <gasps> what? <laughs> because, missed, I got high. <laughs> because I got high. Because I got high. I mean, not a da, 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 I might have considered da, 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 da. it. <laughs> um, I've never gone wild with a truck before, but I'd be I'd be down to see Afro Man. It's got to be the most what in the mud cricketer we got going <laughs> on here. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> what in the mud cricket is episode 170's title? <laughs> like, just what in the mud cricket, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw a handful of... It's... And I never really, like, understand it. It's usually I don't know the actual cricket. Yes, (laughs) I did. And uh, I usually don't know that these events are happening because we don't do that type of stuff, uh, typically. And then I always see, like, girls from high school. Yeah, if you do, it's fine. Um, But I always see, like, girls from high school that are, like, at these events. Yeah, they're just drinking in, like, the passenger side of a random white dude side by side. (laughs) Yes. It's like, oh, Truck's Gone Wild is this weekend, I see. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I find out about it on Monday, usually. I guess it's actually a pretty badass event. I bet it's a lot of fun. You get past the, like, mud crickets to Afro Man part of it. And, like, building a mud... weird combo. Building a mud truck to, like, race, like, or um, do, like, whatever they do. Like, this seems like it's pretty badass. Oh, I bet, I bet it's a great time. I just I don't know that it's advertised anywhere not, until the yeah, white um, bitches get on Instagram. It's not my world. On Monday. Yeah. There's not much crossover between mud trucks and, and circle track racing. So. No. 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 You have think a couple that there'd customers be a that do more, that, but... but yeah. Not my thing. And yeah. that's okay. So, like Bob mentioned, uh, today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Original Wheelman. Uh, yet again, they're back on board. Original Wheelman is here to provide any and all with a love for racing, a apparel line that they'll proudly wear anywhere and everywhere. With a touch of class that still looks fast, OGW is here to make sure you look good when standing on the door in Victory Lane. Um, I fucking love that tagline. Yeah, he, uh, you know, OGW, Doug Kobe should have had some on when he tried to stand on the door uh, in Victory Lane at Stafford in the SRX race. Probably would have been able to stick the, uh, well, standing on the door part. Yeah, Doug Kobe. That's a that's a good plug there for the top five. So uh, BFP yeah. picks NASCAR. Well, we, we we should we we uh yeah. So I I did watch the uh, I watched the whole truck race. Um, that makes the only he. Uh, so yeah, my my weapon of the week is Derek Krause. Um, basically for the most part, everyone that was fast in the truck race wrecked. Right. So. I kind of was under the impression, like, oh, like, this is a great opportunity for Carson Hosevar to finally get one. There was no, uh, you know, cup drivers in the field, and it just just felt like I was going to play right into his lap. Uh, however, that was not the case. Ben Rhodes and Derek Krause kind of uh, were, you know, one and two. Or no, it was Christian. Yeah, Ben Rhodes was up there, and then it was Christian Eckes and uh, Derek Krause kind of swapping the lead back and forth. And um, Derek Krause had as good a shot of anyone to win that race, and... There was there was something to do with the uh, the leader lane choice or the lane choose cone whatever where uh, he took the top I believe and he was gonna be second um, could have restarted on the bottom took the top and uh, just never really got back to the lead uh, after they had you know a late race yellow and he started falling back just drove into the corner and just hooked Carson Hosevar just went up the, went up the hill hooked him Carson spins down in front of the whole field and Tyler Hill I don't know. He had a spotter, um, but just came in and hit Carson right in the door full speed. And that is like one of the one things in racing where everyone kind of holds their breath like, ah, shit. That's probably not good. And uh, I don't know what the end result is, um, but I don't think that it's good. There hasn't been any new news, so I guess no news is typically good news. But um, hopefully that's the case. But, uh, yeah, my weapon is Derek Krause. He just hooked. I mean, he. I don't know if it was, like, out of frustration. But he just drove into the corner a little bit too hard, but he just washed up the hill and cleans out Carson Osvar. And he was, you know, they were both going to finish in the top ten, have a good run, and they. I don't think either of them ended up doing that. So that's my uh, that's my weapon. I, I had switched it over to uh, to Jesse Love, 
until um, the onboard camera came out of that. And, um, well, we don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, and we will never give Jesse Love the benefit of the doubt. No, he's a clown, but... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we'll yep, just do you have a that. weapon, Bob? I don't, I don't really have one this week, I don't think. Um, maybe me for shooting my mouth off on the microphone. I didn't swear this time, though, so that's good. That's fair enough. We're growing. Um, I actually said ass, but ass isn't really a swear. It's okay to say ass in public, right? Yeah. I think, I think you could say it on the radio. Yeah, yeah, just, don't, just don't show it. TV. An ass. Well, yeah, Lizzo hasn't figured that out yet. but No. Or Charlie, I guess. Uh, that so we collectively, <laughs> as a group, watched, I believe, the last green-white checkered of the cup race. I watched the whole replay today at work. The whole entire race, pretty much. The only thing busy, I want busy day today, huh? No, it was it was on, but I was running a hundred miles an hour. Bef- but it was, it was before a- we moved to the, the there's the Xfinity race. I didn't really watch much of it. Every single time that I tuned in, though, not only was Ty Gibbs in the lead, but also they were under yellow, and then they would take they would restart the race, and they would all wreck going into the chicane. Like they they were racing in Portland. I don't even know what the fucking. I didn't even know is. it was a racetrack until somebody said they're racing in Portland. I was like, they're ripping fucking. Yeah, nationwide cars down the cobblestones. Yeah, Let's I, go. I thought that yeah, like why aren't we there? It's yeah. Ten minutes down the road. <laughs> Fucking bush cars down in the old port. I saw uh, three tents on my walk to get Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and I was convinced that the camping lot was already getting filled up for the race. I was all hot and pumped that they're gonna be ripping down two ninety five or no, something. Bradley, but, those are homeless people. Um, well, they have hopes. Yeah, I'm sure they've never tried drugs. Um, but so I guess they're in the other Portland, and it was raining the entire time. And the racetrack, like it goes, it goes straight. They take the green flag. They go straight down the straightaway, and then they take the hardest right hand to an immediate left hand turn I've ever seen, like at a racetrack. Um, and it's very clear that there's like, it, it's very clear that they just when they were under, like when they would restart the race, just have them go straight. And then when they come back around, they hit the chicane. Like it's, it was just an absolute clusterfuck. Uh, Jesse Awuji, uh under yellow. They were under yellow, just putting around. Jesse Awuji just comes in, absolutely smokes Ty Gibbs, awesome. who's the leader. Jesse Awuji <laughs> was love that. Jesse Awuji was like, I'm pretty. Yeah, I also love that. Jesse Awuji, I'm pretty sure was like, I don't know, like 13 seconds off the pace. Like, like he's just so he had so some bad. time to build yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> build, build a run probably. <laughs> <laughs> he was still racing, and they were under yellow for the last 20 minutes. Uh, typically, but he finally caught up. Typically, you build a run at yeah, restrictor plate races, not road races. <laughs> my, <laughs> my favorite tweet of the entire weekend was Brett Griffin said, please just let Emmett, Emmett Smith drive the car, <laughs> <laughs> which is just... <laughs> Who was it that was like, that man's getting scared? That was Brad, me, that was no, me no, in the middle yeah. of Applebee's uh, <laughs> when I accidentally yelled at a TV. Sports! <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so... That happened. He just wrecked some. Twitter had an absolute field day when that happened. And then I watched like a little bit of after they actually made it through the chicane. One of the times they were able to like continue on for a little bit longer in the track. Um, Noah passes Ty Gibbs, washes him up a little high, but not off the racetrack. Like there was still racetrack to work with. Like whatever. Barely made contact. Ty Gibbs just absolutely blatant disregard going into the next corner. Just drives completely through Noah. Uh, throws him out into the grass. Like I was watching. I saw Noah was in the lead. I looked away for 10 seconds. I looked back down. No one wasn't even on the scoring pylon anymore in the top 20. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then all of a sudden, Sheldon Creed, is who was in third, is now off into the grass somewhere. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? They showed the replay. Ty Gibbs just drives through Sheldon Creed, too. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, that kid is just... He is... He's going to get his nose broken. He's going to get punched over. in the face so hard one of these times. Like, he, I don't... He's. I don't know how you're that dumb, but then Ross Chastain exists on Sundays. So like, it's. 
I don't know. I see. I saw that cluster fuckery happening, and I didn't really understand what it was all about. And then I saw Denny Hamlin like break checking him down the straightaway. Yeah, I mean, Ross, a lot. Ross just, just like a drove lot. through Denny and drove through Chase, and you know, he said that he said in his post race interview that he hit you know basically everyone out on the racetrack, and you know, it, he it owes everyone an apology. And Denny's like, yeah, like. You know, it's nice that he owned up to it, but, like, he's going to get payback at one point because we all had to learn that way. Like, and that's how Ross – that's why I've hated Ross Chastain for so long is that he has always driven over his head like that. He's always kind of driven like an idiot, um, and he never he never had the wins to back it up. He never had the consistent finishes where it's like, oh, like, he's actually, like, a good shoe. And now, obviously, he wins, like, and he's consistent and he's in the top five every single race for the most part. But he still has his dumb tendencies, which – he basically in his interview was like, I can't believe that I keep doing this. Like literally said that. I've Jeez, never heard buddy, a driver say that. Matt, only if you could just do something about it. Like, I don't know, Not uh, hold it. the steering wheel different or use the pedals different, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe I keep doing this. I wow. didn't mean to get into it. Who keeps well. doing this to me? Me. Right. <laughs> right. I can't believe me keeps doing me like this. <laughs> well, I can. I do it every uh, night. But Well, nobody does me better than me. <laughs> True. Correct. Uh, yeah, so we did watch the I'm sick end of, of the fucking race. losing this pick. So we did we did watch the end of the race at the Brunswick while Charlie was uh was doing whatever Charlie was doing in the bathroom, um blowing his head off the wall. Pooping, the pooping with, <laughs> trying not to poop with friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was uh I was creating a crime scene. Yeah. Was, that so, should have been a felony, but I did. So I yeah. be in jail. So we're watching that they're coming to back to the line that there's a green white checker. First off, I thought this race was going to be terrible. Apparently this race is pretty good. Um, I just, uh, gateway is just a weird track. Never thought it was going to be good at all. Um, and from what everyone said online, uh, we were, well, I was wrong. Um, but so we're watching the end of the race and it actually like the green white checker was really all I watched the cup race. And it was, it was electric TV. And I'm not just saying that because my driver won because legitimately I was watching it standing next to Bob who had Brad Kozlowski in the pool or he had Blaney in the pool. Yep. Um, not Brakislavski yet, even to begin with. Um, Kyle Busch, and uh, so I'm standing there like I hate Kyle Busch, I hate Joey Logano. I legitimately would rather see Ryan Blaney win than win BFP picks, and then Logano goes out and wins. But him and Kyle Busch just kind of swap the lead. You know, one would wash up the track, the other one would die bomb him. Not really die bomb him, just get a better run, arc the corner, diamond the corner, get get past them, and then going to the next corner, someone would drive it in too hard, wash up the track, someone would get by him. It was. It was an electric finish. Um, I think that it's pretty much all you could ask for from a from a debut for a racetrack because that place I didn't think was going to put on a good show. And they the I've the stands that was probably as packed as the stands have been since the Daytona 500. Um, and yeah, well, uh, it's, it's just, totally just different market too, though. Like that, those people probably haven't seen a race in a little while. So I don't think that they've ever had they've never had a cup race. They've there, never had a cup race, but yeah. I mean the, they go to they bring the trucks there every year, but the trucks are the trucks. I mean, you're never going to get. As big of a crowd for the truck Trunks. race. I mean, I like truthfully, like when we go to Daytona, like if it wasn't for the truck race being uh, on Friday when the hundred lap mod race is like out, the trucks are like almost one of my favorite divisions to watch in general. It, it's just an abs. It kind of sucks. I mean, it's shorter races, which is good, um, but it's usually just an absolute clusterfuck. And it's kind of, you know, it's fun to watch. It's, it's good. It's good entertainment in person. Not as many commercials. So Brad had the 22. He won. Charlie had the 18. He finished second. I had Blaney, who was third until the last 100 feet of the last lap and finished fourth. So, like, I was super fucking agitated. I still am. <laughs> that I have. I pick Ryan Blaney. He finishes fourth, and I lost. Yep. Well, we... Brad now has an 11-point lead over Charlie and a 12-point lead over me. Me and Charlie are still close, but Brad's... Uh, Where are we, Sonoma Brad's now? walking away with this one. Yeah, we're at Sonoma. I get first pick. I'm taking Austin Sindrick. I'll take Dinger. 
Yeah, I've already used Dinger. I used him at Coda, and he got fucking cleaned out leading on the last lap. Oh, oh shit. Sick, dude. Wow. Um, fuck. Those are two picks that I did not expect to come off the board. Um, Give me Kurt Busch. Really? Not Chase? No. I've already used Chase once. I'm not going to burn him up a second. I wanted to use Chase Briscoe, but I think he's more valuable at a oval track. Oh, then Cindric for sure. That's what I went with Cindric. Um, So uh, speaking of Gateway, though, uh, apparently this gained a little bit of traction, and we didn't do it, and I got yelled at for not doing it. Um, The Puskas Pooper Review. All right. This is the actual engine tuner for the two car of Austin Cindric. Uh has a Daytona five hundred uh win under his belt already this season. He's gonna also, have a Sonoma win under his belt next week. Probably. And also is the brother in law to my former college roommate, Scott Dinnan. So here it is, the Gateway Puskis Pooper Review. Uh four point one out of ten. Mind you, this is the first time I'm reading this too, so we're learning together here. Uh four point one out of ten. Only one single stall. That's tough. Although the stall is large, the toilet paper feels like I'm wiping with a sh- with a shingle. <laughs> uh, toilet is way too tall to be comfortable. <laughs> Never telling mom about this one. Also, the thought of knowing there is a long line of empty dudes about to bomb this single shitter is terrifying. <laughs> uh, oh, so man. there is your gateway Puskas pooper review. 4.1 out of 10. I've the, got a question. Why, why don't we go to Sonoma when we go on the West Coast swing? And have you ever seen the picture of like Sonoma <laughs> in, in the March? Spring. And yeah. there's a beautiful grass lawn. Yeah, and now then when it, they actually go, it's just Now dirt. it just looks like a desert. It looks like they're racing in Vegas, but like on the dunes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I just, that's something I didn't even, th- I've never really thought about it because I never really cared, but then I started thinking about it more often and you see those pictures or, floating or around. Realistically, the Portland, Oregon too. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Because I'm pretty yep. sure the Xfinity series doesn't even race until Every, like the that's end not of like June. A quick now. drive either. Everyone I know Charlotte. that like works or at least gas is cheap is involved yeah. in the Xfinity series said that was the worst, stupidest thing. Because not only is it makes no sense to make everyone drive out there, it was the smallest purse of any Xfinity race all year. And it was also probably the worst race that I've. I mean, I I watched so like bits and pieces them, of it, and it was fucking. And there's probably four people that went. Yeah, like fans. Yeah, it looked pretty I, busy. I saw I saw some stuff there that like there but was like, a lot it, of people. I feel like around, you can't but... just if you're gonna try and make it like the track successful to work with your support divisions, you need to bring the entire traveling circus there. I.e., Gateway. When you had the trucks and the cup cars, and you have a billion people in the stands. Also, I don't understand why you wouldn't have just had all three and made it a triple header weekend for the top three divisions instead of shipping your second tier division off to portland oregon i agree with what you're saying charlie let's get the cup cars to lee speedway hell yeah <laughs> yeah that that's like if if you were playing wait what legitimately if you were playing like like i don't know high school football and your jv team had to play like rochester new york like why are we what what are you doing like yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense like it's just so out of the way and just unnecessary. Like so, I, I'm all for getting to new racetracks, racetracks they've never been to, especially utilizing beautiful, big, like awesome racetracks that are perfect for this. Splitting up a weekend and only bringing your Xfinity cars there—it's a weird move. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm sure somebody gets paid a lot more money than us to figure out why that happened and tell us why it did. But it doesn't make sense to us. They usually bring at least the trucks. It's usually in a cup off weekend, and they do something like that. But yeah, it's just a weird move. Um, I so I did have I I had the whole Derek Griffith Jesse Love incident uh in my notes. 
I don't even want to talk about it um, because I, we don't like being wrong. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. The only thing that I had that I will touch on was the only time I've ever met Jesse Love. Like I, I've obviously watched him race quite a bit. Kind of just thought he was a weapon for like a while now. Um, and the, way before this incident, like not even including this incident, but we're we're standing by the pisser at New Smyrna. And the Casa Grandes, the uh, the self-proclaimed uh, favorite sisters of the podcast, don't know that that's really wrong. Um, but so I was standing talking to them, and I was shooting the shit, whatever. I was like, oh, I'm going to go take a piss. And Nicole goes, oh, do you need help with that? And I was just like, no, I'm... I didn't realize what she said. And I was like, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, I do. And then when I turned around and like started walking towards like the little, like the little walkway between the Porter shitters and the food shack, I was walking with Jesse love. And he looked back at her and just looks at me and goes, congrats, man. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that's just a very, very weird, peculiar interaction. And just, you know, or no, no, he didn't say congrats. He said, good for you, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. That's I kind of forgot. That's the polite way of saying I'd fuck your girl. Damn. Yeah, that that is, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, not my girl. It's like but the, it's like the time I the first time I ever met Baba Pollard. Uh, I had my cock in my hand and I was peeing in the Oxford parking lot. Apparently, you saw my wrench last year at the two fifty. <laughs> I did. No, Baba Pollard. Oh, am I the only one that hasn't showed Baba Pollard their dick? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I guess I don't have to do that this summer. <laughs> Get with the hey, times, Bob. Hey man, how's it going? Show Bubba your penis. <laughs> that was yeah. I don't know, like. I remember, I remember like the incident happening because someone had Snapchatted me and I went to go respond to them and the flash was on and it was not of my penis because I promise you a soft penis. Guys taking a dick pic. A, a so- yeah, they basically like <laughs> someone said something about it being a dick pic and I guess like a couple days went by. I didn't even think about it and it was it was Bubba who had called me out for taking a dick pic. I just, I was so out of it. I was really drunk that night. Talk I was weird moves. I was rinsed. Rinsed. Absolutely rinsed. rinsed. Speaking of getting rinsed, do we go to Buffalo Wild Wings? Absolutely after this? rinsed. We gotta like sit down and design some T-shirts, like at least brainstorm some T-shirt designs. We gotta have like a summer line let's when like July. T- let's hits. do it tonight over Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, that's fine with me because I signed up for their rewards program. I have six free wings for my birthday. <laughs> you want to join our Savey Save Fucky <laughs> Fuck card? No, no, I don't. <laughs> if you take thirteen of them, motherfuckers, it'll be your last headache. Yeah, I actually like if six wings probably would fire right out of me pretty quick, like a like a like, like a laxative. So <laughs> might as well fucking give that a go. What are we doing this weekend, team? Uh, Friday night, nothing going on for me. Saturday night, Star Speedway, Super Modifieds, come check it out. Sunday, fucking Pro All Star Series, catch the Pro All Star Series, series. Super Light Models. I, I think I can confidently say catch all three of us in the Crash Pad Concession and Bar. On Sunday. Yes. Uh, one Wait. thing before the weekend even hits, the oh, shit, All yeah. Eras Car Show at Bentley's on Wednesday. Wednesday. I believe we will afternoon. also all be there. And also, if you're not going to Bentley's, which you should, but if you don't, check out the Money in the Bank 150. Friend of the program, Derek Neeland, out there giving that uh, giving his number 90 a ride at the Berlin Speedway in Michigan. Was Those that guys, like 10K to win? It's, uh, it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, something like that. It is. I assume it's called Money in the Bank because they pay a fair amount of money. Would yeah. be real dumb if it was like a eight hundred dollar to win show. <laughs> I'm assuming there's a couple other friends of the program that are going to be uh, in attendance for that race. So yeah, be sure to check that out. Uh, maybe go to Bentley's and watch at the same time. Watch That's on your it. phone. Probably so will do. Yep. Wednesday, Bentley's All Eras Car Show from four to seven p.m. Uh, the number one Black Flag Podcast party at Grand Prix will be there. Thursday, Saco Pathfinders makes a return to NASCARing. Uh, with the rain out last week at Bartlett, I'm probably going to go check out Saco. Uh, see what they got going on over there. I guess they've changed the track a little bit, and we're going to have some Bartlett regulars uh, seeing what they can do over in Saco. Friday, I don't know. 
Saturday, I don't know, Oxford, Sunday for sure, wicked. And uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bentley's for me on Wednesday. Thursday I got my dad's birthday, I'm gonna be going out to dinner with him, so I will not be at uh Saco. Uh Friday, the uh Bud Light open eighty at Stafford. Pretty excited about that. Gonna spend the night, probably sleep in my car because I don't really give a fuck. Um and then uh, go golfing with some pals down that way. Is Lee racing on Friday? And uh, uh it's a great question. I have no idea. I mean I, if you're uh, sounds right. If you're traveling north on 95 Saturday afternoon, Brad, I know someplace you can probably swing into on your way home. Yeah, yeah, I might. Uh, depending on you know whatever time we end up do go do end up going golfing, um, might check out a racetrack on the way back home. Uh, have that penciled in. Uh, everything else is in pen. And uh, yeah, like everyone else said, the Prowl Alstair series. Forty-three cars signed up for that race as of right Oxford. now. So yeah, uh, come check us out at the Crash Pad. They uh, they have cornhole and stuff. They have some good good food or good drinks. They have some good chicken tenders. That we're gonna have to check out uh, allegedly, yeah. and um, we are going. Well, not in the bar, but you, they, you get it. Um, and they uh, we're gonna have some darts, play some beer darts when the vintage cars hit the track. Where where? Holy shit! Did you mean to just sneeze? <laughs> I hope. Right in the I microphone. hope. So no, I <laughs> promise you, about this point in the program, someone just crashed their car. <laughs> this point in the program, and they have I'm COVID like, now. So like, you you're turned, welcome. You turned your head away just to scream even louder <laughs> into the microphone. So I can't go to the left, or else I'll knock the whole mic setup <laughs> off of the fucking thing. So I went to the right, and it doesn't really help because. Even with my fucking nose in completely <laughs> in my arm, you can still hear me talking. So to uh, everyone who just clear. So to everyone who just fucking destroyed their vehicles, <laughs> uh, that's what insurance is for. <laughs> Ken well, mine it with his earbuds in, sorting mail and delivering oh mail God. right now. I fucking apologize on Brad's behalf because you just fell down on the sidewalk somewhere. Remember uh, how I had said we need to get it to the point where all three of us get edited out of this episode? I think Brad just earned his spot. No, there. I'm keeping that in for sure. I actually was uh, going to bleep out uh, when I called Lizzo fat, basically, but I think I might keep that one in. No, now keep that. Just, the truth is the truth is never mean. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, for yeah. sure, for sure, bleep out what I said though, please. Yeah, I will. I didn't mean Mud to. crickets? No, nope. that's fine. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Kirk Bean, uh, Caleb Bean, Jeffrey Morgan, Dan Morgan. All right, that was episode Tommy 170. Tommy Stilfin. Uh, Andy Sice, friend of the program, former D- guest. Uh, yep. Uh, Andy Sice. Damn. That was a good poll. Uh, yeah, episode 170. Goodbye. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. Race car.